So the Instacast has been pretty good overall. I've had a couple I know, of that's the problem. That's the good thing. I like it. I've put the link in got... your Skype chat. Have a quick look at that. I've also put it in the uh, Twitch chat as well, so people can, can we see. Can we condescend any crap and play the game? No. Instacast is fuck. Uh, it's a real shame, though, because I've been using that for, like, two I years. I know, yeah. Well, no, we start. This isn't going to be the start. I think it is. It's a good game that you're playing this week. Reviews and an indie pick. Awful stuff. Time and chinny's breakers. Here comes Duke with the soundbite saviors. Fuck yourself. Veteran gamers. Fuck yourself. Veteran gamers. Fuck yourself. Fuck yourself. Veteran gamers. Who does the bell toll for? Chasing me off. Switch that console up before you have to press repeat, yo. Hello and welcome to show 287 of the Veteran Gamers Podcast and the worst intro ever. Hey, I just wanted to get started with the show. I don't want to sit around and listen to y'all talk about podcasting apps or whatever the hell you were talking about. And if I didn't take decisive action, you would have waffled on about it for another 10 minutes and every single word of it would have made it into the show. Hi everyone, I'm Duke. Have you, got, have you got somewhere to go? Have you got something to do? Is this a trouble? Yeah, have you got stuff to do, mate? Sorry. Yeah, have you got stuff to do? Are we, are we holding you up or something? Yes, I can't play Rust until we're done with this show. And Oh, uh, I see. That's a good point. House, oh, and if no, honestly. Don't get back to this it. This is a good point. Take it over. I also have a game that I'm just like itching. <laughs> I would much rather be playing the other game than talking to you fine gentlemen no, no, tonight. No, sorry. I, it's not that I also... No, no, stop. Shut up. It's not that... Have a game that I'd rather be playing as well, to be honest. Well, how about this? Why don't we get through the show as fast as possible instead of spending 20 minutes talking about podcast <laughs> apps and, and, oh, you got a house, Chinny, and blah, blah, blah. Let's just cancel the show. Why don't we just cancel the fucking show? Okay. okay. Why? Yes. Oh, thank God. <laughs> we can't. We can't do it. Uh, no, we can't. Just... We can't. And anyway, I'm I'm going to bed after this. So because you're far too late for me to play games after we finish the show tonight. Plus, you're old. No stamina. I know. I'm old. I'm old. Uh, by the way, you know the. Um, for who does the bell toll for? Oh, the bell toll for that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> well, I've got that as my message alert now oh, yeah. on my phone, okay. and my wife hates it with a passion <laughs> because <laughs> because she just goes it's just so creepy she said that is just playing and i do the impression right and she's like stop it stop it and now millie has also started doing impressions of it and continuously plays it on youtube to k just to like you know like get her going it is kind of this funny. is your uh, message tone instead fuck yourself I did think that, but not in public. It wouldn't be so good. <laughs> it wouldn't be so good. Bleep and anyway, it's I bleeped out. Yeah, well, I, yeah. I guess. Uh, but <laughs> IP doesn't put that on the uh, on the app yet because that's how I got it. You see, it's no, no, don't give him ideas. As you can tell, we are uh, back on Twitch live. We are back with the sound clips. Oh God, I feel like we're podcasting with Duke now. So we're all back to normal. This is all steady keel now. It's all normal. Hey, I've got, I've, Stu, I've got a story if, if you haven't got a story. Oh, we like stories. Go on, go on. Favorite time. It's story time. Story time. So this week um, for work, uh, in my line of work, I, I end up with all these stupid fucking things and I have no idea what's going on. 
or why I'm there, right? Pretty much. You do. Um, I, you know, uh, Martini, I begin to wonder how you run a business. <laughs> yeah. I really uh, do. Brilliant. I really do. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, however, anyway, uh, so that's <laughs> that. Just like, turns up, shit happens, and hopefully it all works out the following things, day. Things go on. Things go on. Um, <laughs> yes, so the, so we, we, we're going to this awards thing, and it's the... Uh, uh, construction celebration awards right and now most of you think at this point what the fuck are you doing at the construction awards boy, when you have a video and animation company what well we build? did what some build, man we didn't build it i can't even put up a shelf let alone fucking a building right but the we go and it's held at the icc which is uh, a massive place in birmingham that's where they hold uh, uh x factor stew in birmingham that's oh, where they okay. hold um uh, the, the the political debate every year is in Birmingham. It's at the ICC. It's a massive, huge venue. Massive. Huge, right? Huge. huge. And it's a huge. big stage. And Mark uh, Burden-Smith, he's he's one of the hosts of Celebrity Get Me Out, Out of Here Now sort of shows. He does a lot of TV work, right? He's the host and he's telling jokes and it's funny. And there's hundreds and hundreds of people. And we're up for an award. Um, and unfortunately, we lost, right? We lost. Oh, but, so you know in however, advance. You know in advance. No, no, no. We, 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 it was a thing said on the thing. It was like we was up for the award and we lost. But you been? Has this been happening? Has this happened? This happened in, on Friday. Ah, this happened. Sorry, I thought it was telling a story. Is very. I apologize. know. Well, I've got to clarify apologize. to make sure. I so understand. anyway, right. So this happened on Friday, and 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 right. there is. I am getting something very bizarre happened on this night. All right. Um, so there was this thing about like you know if if we we, we didn't know that we we hadn't won but if we did win like we, we had to go on stage and I thought because we did this some drone stuff with the construction company that's why we were there right and please okay. bear with me uh, so and, and it was like an innovation award or some bollocks and I thought oh the construction company will go on stage but no we sat at the table and he says no you and Matt and me have to go on stage there's just three of us and I'm like really like. We're, we're idiots. Like, why are you letting us on that stage? What ceremony, Chinny? Jeez. I know. Uh, anyway, <laughs> we, we didn't win, but at the end, we thought, that's it, it's over, all right, we've had our food, I'm done, let's go. And then they said, oh, we've got some honourable mentions that we'd uh-huh. like to give some certificates to, all right? And these are the people uh-huh. that really came close to to winning, and, and we just want to bring them up on stage. And, and this Mark uh, Burden smith he's been sort of ripping everybody, and it's very funny, it's sort of like a very funny night. And uh, so, yeah, I, I, and they, they say our name, right? This isn't the weird thing. We'll get to the weird thing. They say our name. You know, <laughs> When's the weird we, we thing go happening? <laughs> we go up, right? And because it was very sort of, they called up a few people. It was very awkward because we didn't know where to stand. And the bizarre thing is, I mean, it's got loud speakers, right? So when, you, when you're in the audience, you can hear it. But when you, as soon as you walk on stage, the speakers are facing away from you. And you can't hear a fucking word he's saying, right? Yeah. You can't hear a word. Yeah. So he's that's, that's, that's why you have like, satellites, don't you, pointing towards you so you can hear what you're saying yourself, usually. So he's, he's ripping the piss out of me, right? And, or, like, everybody on stage, and you don't know what he's saying, you know what I mean? He's like, you, people are laughing, you, you just know what he's saying. And, so this is where it gets weird. Now, I'm going to put up a picture on the screen, right? And this was a picture taken by somebody who was on our table... Um, that you'll be able to see uh, in a bit. There it is. And for the listeners, so what happened was uh, he pointed at me, 
right? On the stage, he right. pointed at me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, you come over here. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck. Because I, all I was thinking was, in my brain was, don't say anything stupid. Don't say anything stupid. <laughs> don't say anything stupid, right? So he called me over. Right. right, and I think he called me a, a uh, like a tennis player or something, like some famous tennis player, because the Wimbledon's on at the moment, so that was sort of relevant. And yeah, he called yeah. me over, and, I, and, and, yeah. and he made a few people laugh. And he put the mic in my face and said, "You know, you know, what's your, what's your real name?" And I just thought, "Oh God, I'm going to say something stupid." <laughs> All right. Um, no, so no. I said, um, my name is Mike, but on a weekend I do a sort of double act for Jesus because obviously I have. Long yeah, I like hair, it. I like it. It's good. It's good. I have the beers, and it got a laugh. It got a big laugh, and it got a round of applause. It did. It got a round Yay! of applause. Yay! You were victorious. <laughs> the people at this thing, and I'm in like a dicky bow, as you can see on the screen now. We can uh, see. very. Very posh, dude. You can confirm, Stu. I am on the stage with Mark Burton Smith. You can you are on right the there. stage with your dicky yep. out. With, with my dicky out, um, <laughs> and it's red for some reason. I got to see a, it is a doctor. It. Red and he also said, you know, so oh, and he says, oh, I, I apologise, you know, uh, Jesus, I didn't know you, you graced us with your presence. He was sort of making fun of that, and then he said, you know, so winning this award tonight isn't really like a, it's a bit of a minor miracle for you. And then I said something along the lines of, yeah, I've had better days. And that got another laugh and a round of applause. And then I got, oh. I got cheered. I got cheered when I said goodbye. That was it. And then everybody, they said, give him the mic, get that other guy. Up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he did make a joke. He says, well, I, I think I've booked myself out of it next year. It looks like he's got the gig. So, but everybody, this is the weird thing. I walk into this room, I know, no, that, that, bear in mind, there are some very important people here, like the second in command of the University of Wolverhampton's there, uh, the mayor of Birmingham is there, um, uh, people from Birmingham Council, people from Wolverhampton Council, and we know it's some of these everybody people. Everybody who was anybody. That's we right, know that's right. It's not what you know, right. it's who you know. We, we know some of them, we come across them and they're polite and they say hello. But after this, I just got bombarded with people going, hey, it's Jesus, hey, it's Jesus, <laughs> all right, <laughs> <laughs> People go, Jesus. So what well, I know for one day, like next week, I'm gonna be with Tara and some guy's gonna come to me. It's Jesus. <laughs> that's brilliant. Yeah. Uh, that's well done though, well done. Good stuff, man. No, you know what's interesting though, because luckily it went well. Well, I'm glad it did, but what I was gonna say is they had a question on the overseas connection quiz a few weeks back. Set, when one of the options, uh, and I could be wrong about this, but one of the options was that you'd done a stint as a stand-up comedian. It's true, yeah. Well, you kind of almost have now. Kind of a little bit. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I mean, you've not really done like a gig, but you're told if you like funny lines and in front of a big no, audience. No, no so, I yeah. have done that. No, I've, in real life, I've done that. Oh, oh well, yeah. <laughs> well, they had that as false. <laughs> no, 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 they didn't. They said it was true. I heard it. Oh, was it? Oh, uh, sure. no, yeah, but Mark said it was false, and it was true. Uh, I thought it was the other way around. How long was your set, Chin? Yeah, how long oh, was it your was, set? It was a five-minute So I did eight gigs, uh-huh. right? And my first one went very well, right? And I thought, I'm going to be one of these I comedians. <laughs> instantly good, all right? And, I, and then my second go, I was very cocky, because I thought, oh, I'm just going to nail this again. And then I bombed. So hard that like, <laughs> it took me about two months just to go back. 
Um, <laughs> that was in one of those where like it was just deathly quiet. <laughs> Let's focus on the one that went bad. Yeah, that's good, Stu. Yeah, well, of course. So what happened? What happened then? Come on, I wanted. I don't care about the one that went bad. I can't remember much about it. To be honest. I remember just walking out thinking I've got this. And it was, it, I, I just, I, and then I remember walking out thinking, I didn't remember any of the jokes that I said last time. <laughs> well, um, it's a veteran gamer show where Stu just slags off Chinny last week. Next week, brilliant. Butt size. Yeah, change about it. We're not talking about Drive Club. <laughs> well, that's true. Um, yeah, I've, I've not really played that since I played it. A little bit. So why why are you bringing up Drive Club? Why it is says that? on the Twitch stream we are talking oh, about. Oh, it does as well. You're right. I saw. I've only just spotted that there. Yes. Uh, no, we're talking about, we're talking about video games because we're <clears throat> terrible. This is a stand-up comic, which is always funny. I, I had eight kicks. I'd say about four of them went well. Huh? All right. Okay. So so was it was the one that went badly? Just your second one then out of the eight. That was my second one. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. Okay. So you, yeah. so were you trying out to be? Were you, were you planning on being a stand-up comic then? I don't know. I was, I was, I was just sort of. Yeah. I thought I'd want to try it, yeah. and then I thought I'd always be funny. I'll try that. And You're a funny guy. We, 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 uh, we appreciate your funniness on the show. It's different yeah. if it's contextual versus getting on stage and having like bits and routines and goofs. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so it's that's really hard. And, and to be fair, when you're on here, you know, if the jokes fall a bit flat. Who knows? Because like you don't get direct feedback off your audience, do you? Well, do you know that's what I mean? True, and also like you know, you know what I mean. And we hate yeah. the audience, so there's that. Yeah, yeah. There's no live heckling going on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's uh, heckling. People put comments. It's you're not funny. It, we don't like you. You smell bad, which is weird because how do they smell us? Are you reading yeah. the iTunes reviews again, Duke? He is. He is. That's what he's doing. All right. All right. It's time to talk about video games. What you been playing? What you been playing? What you been playing? Now, we know you've got to be places, Duke, so you might as well start first. You know, get you out of the way. Yeah. Rust, 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 Rust. I've been playing a lot of Rust. And I've been playing on the CMW server, so I don't think there's anyone in the Twitch chat from there. But I know Epic Scotsman's in there, so what, what? He's been playing with me. Him and PC Sharky. PC Sharky is a psychopath. Epic Scotsman and I pretty much are on the same wavelength. At certain points, we will be like, okay, let's go out and murder people or get in a fight or whatever. But PC Sharky <laughs> and I will be walking around the cliffside or whatever, and we'll see someone bashing on a rock with a rock, which means they're just getting started. They have nothing. And... I'll be like, and we're on our way to get stone or something, or, you know, go hunting for barrels for blueprints. And PC Sharky will be like, hey, what's up? We're friendly. We're friendly. And the guy backs up a little bit. He's like, don't worry, we're friendly. And bam! And he just shoots him in the head. And yeah. I'm like, Jesus. No, it's like in Casino when Joe Pesci. So, so let me get this straight. You've actually been playing with someone who does that shit you hate. Well, you know, he's not me. I'm not going to tell him what to do, but, you know, he just seems. Like he takes a lot of joy in murdering people for no reason, and then you see now, and then he goes, uh, "He was looking at me weird." Like I told him to put his bow and arrow down. I'm like, "Dude, you have a gun." He had a bow and arrow. <laughs> now you see, you've got some like insider knowledge on the psyche of a player I don't who does know that. But I know now. PC Sharky that well, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, you get into. 
<laughs> but anyways, uh, so yeah, I've been playing. I played a little bit on the um, Epic Loot server, which is awesome still. I just think, here's the thing, and I said this before, but I'll say it again. It's such a different game playing Rust on a server where you get you know, 500 wood with every hatchet strike. Because if you get raided, it's really not a big deal. So I, I, I've, I've been preferring to play on the Epic Loot servers, but there is something visceral and exciting about playing on the other, the regular vanilla servers as well. So I'm happy to play. Epic Scotsman in the chat says, I'm glad he doesn't know where I live. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Exactly. So anyway, uh, Rust continues to be awesome. And they added, uh, they added swords and machetes, which is interesting. They're, they're working on armor, which I think is really good. Because right now there's not much armor in the game. And as somebody who does... There's a lot of weapons, right? And as somebody who does a lot more dying than he does killing, I'm very interested in the armor. I'm not so interested in more ways to kill people because I don't really... Well, I was just going to say, maybe, you know, for those psycho players out there, they want, you know, more, more dismemberment. You know what I mean? They want more, like, you know, brut- yeah. you know brutality. Well, they, and, I, I, yeah. Go ahead. I was going to say, like, if you could have dismemberment, like, someone like PC, type or anything, but you could walk into his house and have just heads on shelves. That would be quite cool. It's true. That's true. And and could you, could you not like, you know? They did put um, bear traps in the game, so you can now get your leg caught in a bear trap, and so you can trap people. Yeah. Basically. Well, I don't know that you actually get trapped though. I know that you get a lot of damage and you bleed a lot. But anyway, maybe you get trapped. I don't know. I've never stepped in. So you get trapped, then Psycho Player comes up and chops your head off. Maybe, but you're more likely to get trapped when no one's around. So, Yeah, well, you know, that's the whole point of traps, isn't it? They come and check them later. I guess so. But um, the other thing is, yeah, they put landmines in the game, and that's interesting. And oh, Jesus. They've been doing some really <laughs> cool updates lately. So. And the world... It's crazy. becoming like, it's like a psycho simulator. It's always been a psycho simulator, only now it's less... Mm you know, face-to-face, I guess. I don't know. And now you'll have, like, you know, landmines protecting your property. I do have landmines protecting my property. There you go, you see? Damn straight. Epic server, I'm Damn straight. My tower right next to this, like, rock formation. So people can climb up on the rocks and then hop over onto my tower. So I have to put a bunch of landmines around it to keep people from coming over. Although people can dis... Uh, you know, dis... Uh, what do you call it? Unplug, disable, disable, disarm. Yes, they can disable the landmines. So, so do you, do you ever find dead bodies around where the landmines are or oh, anything like really? that? Really, I mean, bodies don't tend to last very long on the server. So, right, okay. if somebody steps on one, they're going to be gone in about two minutes. Right. Okay. Anyway, um, speaking of survival games, Epic Scotsman was so nice. It was uh, the Duchess and I celebrated an anniversary this week, so that was exciting. And congratulations! Thank you. Yeah, congrats. Is that wedding anniversary? Yes. Eight. How many years? How many years? Eight years. Twenty-one for me. You've got a ways to go. Yeah. yeah. Well, wasn't it? Wasn't it July the seventh, two thousand seven? You. It was seven seven seven, yo, and it works in both mm-hmm. countries. So. Oh, there you go. Yeah, so anyway, I only mentioned that because uh, at one point I had to say to Epic Scotsman, you know, hey, i got to be out from Rust. Um, you know, the Dutch and I are going out to celebrate our anniversary, blah, blah, blah. He's like, oh, happy anniversary. I was like, thanks. And then the next time I signed in, he had bought me Ark. Yeah. Uh-huh. Which is the number one, number one game on Steam or was, wasn't it? popular game, yes. I have not played it online, so I cannot say anything about the online community. From what I hear, it makes Rust look like, you know, we are the world or whatever. Because yeah, walk in the park. Yeah, because apparently people are, you know, as they always do in these games. As soon as you're, you know, when you log off, someone's going to find your home. They're going to destroy everything you've built. They're going to kill you. They're gonna <laughs> you. 
And they put your head on a stick. Put your head on a stick. Oh my god, I'm just looking at the character models on this game, and he's he's like the Hulk. He's just yeah. ripped to yeah, shit. It's pretty crazy the way that the characters are modeled, but <laughs> uh, But it's it's cool. Okay, so the they've done two things that are twists on the survival. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ, he looks like people have been squashed. Right. So at the, the moment, thing, he's just punching a midget on the floor. Right. So <laughs> the first thing they've changed is um, they've added dinosaurs, and that's the big draw. You dinosaurs. have to survive dinosaurs, and I've been killed a lot. They have a single-player version. So I've been playing the single-player just to sort of get my head around the game mechanics, right? And the dinosaurs have are vicious. They will kill you a lot. So there's the spitters from... Dinosaurs Jer- are like that, though, aren't they? They're, know, they're a bit who thought... I didn't. I expected them to be friendly and hugging me and stuff. But um, so they have the the I don't remember what they're called. The dilos, I guess, the ones that spit on the dude from Jurassic Park. You remember that when the dude's on the oh, yeah. gets in the Just water. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, those have killed me several times. There are Velociraptors. Those will go after you now. And I bet they're fast. They are fast. You cannot run away from them. But no, no. the game does a good job of basically keeping them away from you when you first spawn. So. You know, you can get your materials and you can build a little house and you can kill some dodos for meat. And yeah, the other thing they've added that's different from most survival games is they have a leveling system. So when you first spawn in, you can't make very many things because you need these blueprints, which they call engrams. And it's interesting because it means that you have to make the smaller stuff first. And then once you make, you know, a pickaxe or whatever, then you mine the rock and you can bash on any rocks in this game which is very nice because in rust there's certain types of boulders you have to go and get and it can be a pain if there's none around because you have to just keep running around looking for these boulders well in arc pretty much any stone surface can be bashed on in order to get rock so what you're saying is you can bash on thousands and thousands of rocks well there are rocks thousands of rocks. <laughs> um i don't think i have that on here where did i do with that sound clip anyway <laughs> Uh, the game is good and um yeah i mean i'm liking it it's it's the thing here wait i think this is it let me open it and see well there are rocks thousands and thousands of rocks yeah i'll have to add that to the soundboard later um yeah so i mean you know right now it's it's not you know i haven't played it enough to really so what you can do with the dinosaurs is eventually you can tame them and you can you you can ride on them and you can use them as bodyguards Ooh, and stuff. There's one of those spitter ones now on the floor. Yeah, exactly. spitter. Yeah, there you yeah. go. So I don't know. I mean, I'm going to be playing it more. Obviously, uh, it's fun so far. It is not very well optimized. All the reviews say that the frame rate is just terrible. Um, I actually went online to play on a PVE server when I first got it, and it was basically unplayable. Like there were dragons there, or not dragons, but dinosaurs, and I was trying to fight with them, and I, I couldn't. It, it didn't ever hit me, and I had a lot of trouble hitting it because I just feel like the server, there was so much latency, and it was so hard for me to tell where it was going to be in terms of hitting it, and it wasn't able to attack me. It just felt weird. So that's one of the reasons I went to playing the single-player version because I don't have to worry about that sort of thing. It, it, um, did on you, a bad server, who knows what. Did you see, by the way, I don't know whether you're aware of this, but you know Green Man Gaming are having a sale. Uh-huh. You could have picked up, and I don't know whether you've got you you have an account, don't you? Do you get alerts off them and everything, yeah. like the, the VIP stuff? Yeah. Uh, well, you could have got H1Z1 for about well, it was about five quid over here because it, it was something like six pounds in the sale, and then you got an extra twenty five percent off voucher. Yeah, but what I've heard is that the crafting in that is very minimal. So if I want to play a zombie game, 
I'll just play Seven Days to Die. Ah, fair enough. I just I just wondered if you'd seen it because I thought you know because you have talked a couple of times about that game. I may play it at some point. Who knows? But anyway, so that's Ark. Uh, and then the other game I've been playing. Well, there's several others actually. Uh, I've been playing Portal Stories Mel. Yeah, I played a little bit of this, but not not all the way through. Well, I haven't finished all the way through, and part of that is because I'm not driven to. Um, and it, I mean, it's it's there's a lot of love put into this. They put in a lot of effort and work, and it does look great. There's no doubt about it. It, it looks fantastic, and for the most part, you know, it's it's trying to capture some of the same spirit of Aperture Science, and it's it's do the the one thing I think it's the riskiest thing it's doing is especially in the early parts. It's trying to put you in Aperture Science when Aperture Science was running at like 100%. Yep. Yeah, isn't it set in the, 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 the 70s or 60s it's version sort of, of Aperture Science? Yeah, 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 it is. But the problem with that is, you know, there are going to be people everywhere, if that's true, right? But there aren't. There's a few people. Like when you go to desks at certain point, you know, like you go to a ticket counter or something, and there's a person in there, and it looks like they're asleep. So... yeah. Yeah, I did see that like as well. Bash on the counter. Why wouldn't they wake up? You know what I mean? Like it's that it yeah. it's, it's they want to put people in there because they know there would be people in there, but you're not able to interact with them, and that makes it really awkward. It makes it look like it kind of does, I guess, to a point. I mean, I I like the start where they've tried to sort of emulate the beginning of Half Life Two and stuff with the train yeah. and you know the journey there. And, I guess. I and and to be fair, Cave Johnson's voice isn't obviously quite Cave Johnson because it's someone trying to be him. Yeah. Um. You know, obviously not the same voice actor, but it doesn't do a terrible job. It's not brilliant. It does, but it's not awful. Right. Right. I agree with that. Now the problem that came up. Well, two things. So first of all, the the game takes a while for you to get to actually doing anything. Yeah, it does. And a lot of it is sort of cinematic when you first start up, which is, I mean, whatever. It is what it is. Maybe I started it when I was feeling a little impatient, but it just felt like, okay. <laughs> well, you patient, you can't believe, believe it. Isn't it? Um, and you have to climb up the stairs, and you have to go in this place, and you have to go in that place, and eventually you do get the portal gun, and you start in with the testing soon. So that's fine. The biggest problems I have with it are, one... The writing lacks polish. Like it feels like yeah, some of the writing is they're trying a little too hard. The jokes aren't as funny. Um, and the other thing, which is more important, is the puzzles lack elegance. Yeah, I mean, do you I see, I, the, it doesn't this like start at the difficulty that Portal Two ended on. Yeah, really. I mean, the first puzzle wasn't terrible. I soon figured out the first one. Got to the second puzzle chamber and it and it was only a small puzzle. It's not even a big puzzle, but it took me ages to figure out the second bit. Right. And there's there, there's serious walls everywhere in the way between where you need to yeah. shoot things. And I mean, it's not even the, I mean, because it's it's not so much about difficulty. I think it's about you know to give you an example. Well, here's two things. First of all, when you needed to launch a block across a gap, for instance, right? Once you, in Portal 2, once you coated the thing it needs to bounce off of with the blue gel, that block would just bounce off that block and then it would go across the chasm, right? And it would land where it needs to land. With this one, I've legit had to try bouncing the block like five times because it kept hitting the walls on the other side of the gap. And I was just like, dude, that's bad design if they're putting stuff in the way making it so that the block can't get where it needs to get. And yeah. question, let me ask you this question, Chinny. When you Go played on. Portal 2, how often did you die? 
yeah, not 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 that often. Yeah, no. I mean, most of the time in Portal, you know, I mean, you know, in Portal One maybe a little more, but I think in Portal Two especially, they made an effort so that if you messed up, you might have to go back through a series of portals, you might have to climb up a series of stairs or whatever. But you yeah. probably weren't going to yeah. die when you messed up. In this game, you the game the game wasn't about dying, was it? It wasn't dying. In this game, you die all the time. I just keep dying, and if you don't, yeah, die, falling off still. Yeah, and you end up in places where you can't get back to where you should have been before. So you basically have to, you know, like destroy the block that you spawn and go all the way back to the beginning. And it's just, it feels. It's here's the thing. It's not impossible. I've had to consult walkthroughs a few times, and I, here's the thing. When I play a portal puzzle if i ever i don't think i ever used a walkthrough on portal 2 and that's again a good sign right like no i didn't right so but but when i had a tough puzzle and i eventually solved it usually the thought that i had was oh man how did i not see that how did i not realize that was what i was supposed to do right but when i finished a puzzle on this game or if i went to a walkthrough which i had to do a couple of times my thinking at the end of it was how was i supposed to figure that out yeah and that's the problem i think the the great thing about portal and portal 2 was when you first entered a new level, it looked like mega complex and mega complicated. And you'd be looking at it thinking, how the hell yeah. am I going to figure out? But once you started going in through the, the level, you would, you as you went along, you, something would suddenly dawn on you or you'd suddenly click what you had to do and you would just do it. Right. Whereas in this, because it's actually the third puzzle that I got stuck on. The second one I didn't have too much of an issue with, although it did take a while to figure everything out. Because it's the the first proper puzzle you get, Ginny, is quite a complex puzzle, isn't it, Duke? It's not like well, I don't, you know a simple thing. You know, there's a lot. Of, well, it's the, it's the one the one right near the beginning where it's the first time you've got the gels and you, you've got to go through and there's like you know like energy barriers and all sorts of stuff going on yeah yeah and you've got to sort of catapult yourself across a gap at the end to get to the next bit right but the one after that i just couldn't figure out and it took me ages and it wasn't as buttons way up high no it's the one it's the one where you had to fling yeah yeah sorry yeah there was a button on the wall and a button on the floor and you had to fling a block at the button to release another block at the other side of the room right right, yeah but a a sort of um... and then you had to somehow i mean and that's the thing it's about timing it's about getting lucky to get the block flying in the air and then put a portal under it at right the right moment and yeah. It's just it's it's not again the, the way I look at it is the puzzles lack elegance because Valve yeah. works so hard to make sure that there are elegant solutions and that if you mess up it's not a big deal. But with yeah. this it is a big deal when you mess up. And the other thing is with this and and I think this is the other thing that Valve do so well is that they have a natural progression from sort of fairly easy to moderate to more difficult at the end and i don't feel like this game has that it's just like difficult there you go yep and the other the last thing i really want to say about it is um you know on portal if there was a blue gel dispenser you were going to use it yes definitely but not Mm -hmm. in this game there all there are several puzzles i've encountered where there's blue gel there's orange gel and they just you don't have to use it you don't get to use it it's just a dispenser is there. And I'm like, why would you put it there if we don't? Yeah, because it distracts you, doesn't it? Because you're thinking of how you that's need to exactly, use it. That's exactly my point. It makes you think, OK, somehow I'm going to have to get that gel over here or whatever. That's yeah. part of the puzzle. And it wasn't. And I was like, what the? F-? I spent so much time trying to figure out how to do it. And it was just like, ah, that's weird. But that's I mean, confusing. let's say 
It is, but let's just just remind everybody and ourselves that this is a free mod. It is, you know, made out of love by someone who loves the game and wanted to, you yeah, know, I, you say that, a, but a like, new but, story what, in that universe. I'm, I'm not supposed to. I'm not supposed to put my opinion on it. Like, you know, it, no, 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 no. I'm not saying they don't give different. your opinion, but but we've got to remember that this isn't being paid for by anyone. They haven't got the quality testers and all that sort of stuff that Valve have access to. You know, these people have done this out of love. So, you, you know... Think, and, you think they've done this to get a job out of it, really? I don't know. But, I mean, it's, it's it's like saying someone who is an amateur writer, you know what I mean, has issues with the story they've written. But that's because they haven't got the editors and everybody else behind them. Who... Some of us are awesome enough to write exactly. awesome stories and then there's no need for any of that stuff because we're just yeah. awesome. You know... Buy my book! Buy my book! Who fixes all that stuff, and that and that's the difference, you know, between a modder and the yeah, game developer. No, I agree with that, and I think, you know, I would I overlook, you know, for instance, when it comes to the writing, I'm like, okay, fine, whatever. It doesn't sound exactly like Cave Johnson. I don't care. When it comes to the puzzles, I feel like it does, you know, you you give it. They had people testing this. They had to have had some people testing this. Like, oh yeah, I'm sure they did. Just have your friends be like, look, give it a try, see what you think, and and those friends have a responsibility to be like, look, I found it really, really. Not only hard, but just baffling. And yeah, but then do you not think as well? These people who made this, all their friends will be like portal nuts who've played probably every mod and every level and every user-generated thing that's been created. So to them, they maybe didn't find it too taxing. That's possible. I just I don't know. Anyway, um, I, I'm going to keep playing it. I do want to know what's going on. If nothing else, you know there are walkthroughs everywhere now, so you can find ways if you get stuck. Um, I'm curious to know more about the story. I guess I, I'm not really sucked in, but well, it's interesting, so I will keep playing it. Um, in the meantime, I finished Gunpoint. I mentioned last week that because I had played Ronin, which is trying to be a cross between Gunpoint and Mark of the Ninja, I was like, well, I'll just go back to the originals of those two games. So I went back to Gunpoint. I finished Gunpoint. Did you finish it, Stu? I you- no, I didn't. I, I played about the first ten levels. Yeah. It's good. I actually found myself intrigued in the story, and I did the. You can do. You can handle the end of the game several different ways. So I actually went back and did the end. I had to do the last level all over again so that I could do the ending in a different way, which I thought was cool. That were- you see, and I, I, if I'm not mistaken, I am almost sure when you originally played this. You weren't that keen on it because you said it was too complex with all the buttons and I, stuff you had to yeah, rewire and right, stuff like that. Yeah, I didn't understand the mechanisms my first time through. And then the second time through, I, it something happened. It clicked, and then I bought it and then let it sit there for a while. And then I went back to it recently. And yeah, you know what? The nice thing about Gunpoint is that, again, it doesn't overcomplicate things. Like, it's complicated at first, I think, once. Try, for me, trying to get a sense of how the game worked, that was kind of frustrating because it was like there were ten things you were trying to deal with at once. And then I realized, oh, wait, this is how that all works. And there's no real-time pressure, which is nice. Now, there are some guards in Gunpoint that you can't knock down. Most guards, when you jump on them, you, you know, as long as you jump on them from behind, you can punch them and disable them. Well, there are some guards that you can't do that with. And I learned the hard way that you really can't do that with them. So I would try to jump on them, and they would shoot me, and I would die. And I'd jump on them from the back, and they would be staggered, but not down and out. So they would stand up and shoot me and so forth and so on but you know ultimately it's just a game that does a really good job of putting puzzles in front of you and it's kind of weird because the story is involved with this murder mystery and you have to try to help out but you know in the same way that driving games that have stories every mission has to do with you have to get across town in 10 minutes or you need to drive to the docks and hurry up 
Well, so the only way you can solve this problem by driving down that road really, really fast. Really, like it's it's a rash. I just need to get some ointment. But yeah, the chemist, which is all the way down there, really, really fast. It's gonna close in two minutes. Exactly. Well, this is the same basic concept. If only you could somehow solve this murder mystery by breaking into all these different offices and stealing their laptops. So, um, but whatever. For for what it is, it's really simple. And I don't know what problem can't be solved by stealing your laptop. To it. It's true. There are very few problems that can't, except having a rash that has to be solved by driving yeah. quickly. But, um, yeah. the other, th- but the interesting thing is, you know, when you were saying the puzzles in uh, Portal Stories Mal weren't elegant, I think the puzzles in Gunpoint are very elegant. Oh, you know, they're yeah, so they're so well done. And actually, that was the next point I was going to make because when I finished the game, I realized that there are Steam Workshop levels you can download as well so I was thinking, uh-huh. and it takes zero time at all to download them because tiny yeah there's no graphics in the first place and you know it's all there's using no graphics, game assets it's just a black no, that's a, that, that's a no bit unfair graphics. there are definitely graphics there are but graphics, the pixels there's no graphics exactly <laughs> there's no graphics it's a mud <laughs> right so the so i went and i said okay let's organize you know uh there's a list twenty thousand you know levels you can download let's organize them most popular of all time right okay so i downloaded the first one and it was cool it was fine it worked well i had fun with it i downloaded the second one and it was really confusing and hard and i had to quit because i gave up on it because it was it presented itself as being a prison break but they don't have prison assets in the game so it's just an office building but it's you're supposed to be in a prison, and the other problem is you can't make up custom objectives. I guess on the screen. how high can this guy jump? This is gunpoint. Oh, yeah. he's, he's, yeah. he's springy. Three stories, no problem. Oh my god! It's, he's like Superman. Explain it. You know how in Portal you got those special leg things you attach to your feet uh-huh. could fall off of ten uh-huh. stories and live. Well, this guy has special pants. Okay, it's true. It's true. <laughs> that is. I swear to God, that's springy pants. Yeah. But he can also hold onto the ceiling with his arms very easily. Strong. That's just that's his upper body strength. There's nothing to do with pants there. Is this Spider Man? <laughs> Spider Man. So the it's just it's just weird because again, it wasn't a very elegantly designed user level and I didn't understand why it had so many high uh ratings. And especially because you know, normally it says, okay, there's a big computer at the top of the building, and it'll say, this is your main objective. You have to hack into this and get the files or whatever. Well, in the prison they, you know, level that I downloaded, it said, this is your main objective. You have to hack into this computer and get the files. And so I did that, and I wanted to leave by going to the subway on the right side of the screen, and it said, you have not met all your objectives yet. And I was like, what? And then I went down into one of the corner rooms, and it said, optional objectives, steal this laptop. So I'm, I'm guessing that they can't specify, like, you have to also do this before you leave. So it's just because right. you know, it's not, you know, intuitive in terms of what you're supposed to do in each level for the user-made levels. So whatever. Not a big deal. Gunpoint, very good. Everybody should play it. All right, three more games I got to talk about. <sighs> One of them I didn't pay for. It's called Depth, and it's, they had a free weekend on Steam for this. So I played it for free because it's free, you know? I mean, I'm not going to pass up a free game. Yeah, Free. Free. Nothing wrong with free? Where? No, nothing wrong. Free. Where's all my free stuff? Oh, here you go. Yeah, okay. F-R-E-E, free. No charge. So, Depth is Call of Duty with sharks. Oh, yeah. No, I've seen this before. I have actually seen this. Yeah. Uh, which is, it's exactly what it sounds like. Uh, it's Call of Duty with sharks, you know? Like, one person is... Hold on, hold on. Because that, what, what, that, what goes on in my head yes. there 
<laughs> is that the sharks have little ICOG sites, uh, and little they hold the guns with the fins. No, they do not. Okay, and, let's be more specific. It's Call of Duty right. with sharks, but instead of having guns, the sharks have shark teeth and massive jaws, and it's all underwater, so you're dealing with three dimensions, and... Um, you know the the arena. Oh my god! He's got bitten off. Yes. Ah. You bite people in half. Uh, ah. If you are one of the swimmers or the divers or whatever, um, I, and there's different game modes. I didn't play it long enough to really figure out how the different game modes work. But you know, you're trying to get different treasure chests and stuff, and you know, whatever, whatever. If you're the shark, you're just trying to eat people. That's it. And it's. I'll tell you this. It's yeah, a building by game. What's that? Oh yeah, it's all multiplayer, isn't it's it? It's basically Call of Duty multiplayer. Um, so is wow. it? Can I just can I still chat? Is it one shark versus four? That's correct. Yes. Swimmers. Yeah, yeah. Now there's another game mode I played one little bit of where if you kill the shark, then you become the shark, and then other people, the person is who it, the shark that, are we getting really deep now? Is that what it's called depth? You know, you you become yeah, the shark. exactly. Do you know what's interesting though? I remember this coming out because I think this came out just before Evolve. Yeah. And it was sort of like evolve underwater. Yeah, except the monster. I mean, it's very simplistic in terms of what the monster does. The monster swims around and eats people, and that's it. I mean, you have perks you can get, and so as the round goes on, you get different perks. You're not really evolving, and it's not. What perks can the shark get? Can it get looking at the The shark gets the park. Uh, the shark gets the ability to like see where explosives are, because I guess the swim. Oh, I was joking. I didn't actually think the shark got perks. Yes, the shark gets perks. And you can sprint faster. Whoa, whoa, whoa. A shark with legs? What's going on here? Sprint yeah. that well, what happens okay. when you press the sprint button, it evolves 8 million years and grows legs. <laughs> exactly. It does. It, it, that's what but happens. It's cool because you'll be swimming up on someone, and then you can hit sprint, and you run into them. And when you run into them, you get them in your jaws. And then I was playing on a keyboard and mouse. I don't know how it is if you have a controller. Just a minute. Just a minute. Let's just get this straight. Oh, you're swimming fast. Describe something. You're not sprinting. You're swimming fast. Yes. You're, isn't sprinting just running fast? Yeah, but you know, you're a shout. You don't have legs. You're not running. I know. For the scientific argument. It doesn't you. matter. Just, can you yeah, just apply... me I'm pedantic about language. Can you just apply the Come word on. sprint in different contexts of travel for All right, this, fine. For this when conversation? When you hit the button, you start going very fast. Yeah, good. That's a better. Except fast as an adjective, and you need an adverb there, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> but the cool thing is... Start going faster. When you move into someone... Uh, when you run into a swimmer, you get them in your jaws, and then you have to swing the mouse back and forth in order to like basically tear them apart. Oh, so it's nice. really cool because when you attack someone, you you bite, and then you move the mouse back and forth. So can they get away? Can they get oh, away? I think, if you don't I think once you got them in your claw in your jaws, they're done unless you get killed. Which if the if you're playing against a good team, you will because you can grab one of them, but then everyone else starts unloading on you with their guns. So, I mean, it's fun. It's just, it didn't, you know, the novelty kind of wore off after a few rounds. So, uh, you know, I can see it being cool. So, you, so you've got, if you're the shark, you've kind of got to get the loners. Yeah, it's a lot like the beast mode or the horde, not horde mode, but, you know, Left for Dead when you're playing versus yeah. that. Like, you want to get someone by themselves. And I was going to say, you know, the, the this game would probably be a lot more fun if it was people you knew as the swimmers or the shark. Because if it's just yeah. you know, random people, it's it doesn't feel that special of an experience. That's always the case, though, isn't it? Yeah, really it's, but it, it feels like some games it's especially true. Like Call of Duty, I can take it or leave it when it's people I know. I mean, it's more fun when it's people I know, but it's not significantly different. I think it would be significantly different here. 
That's true. Yeah, true enough. Yep. All right. Okay, so two more. Uh, and these Woo. are very – a lot of games sweet. on your list. No, I know. What's up with that? He's on holidays. That's why. I'm on holiday, and because a lot of these were free, and yeah. So the other two games cost me a dollar each, which they're worth every penny. Um, so the first one's called Hook, and Hook is a puzzle game, and it is beautifully designed. It's very minimal. The idea is um, – so you have a bunch of lines on the screen, and they cross over each other, and you have to extricate them one by one, starting with the line that's on top. And occasionally you'll have a line that has a hook in it, and if you try to remove the hook – before you've removed the other lines in the way, uh, it'll bump up against the line and you'll have to restart the level. So that's why it's called uh-huh. Hook. And it's very, I mean, you can see on the stream, it starts teaching you how it plays on the very first screen because the first puzzle is just pushing the button. You push the filled circles and it will, you know, pull out the line. And it gets a little more complex with each level. And then eventually they start crossing things over each other, and you have to do them in a certain way. I see. So you're pressing the circle, yep. and then it's pulling the line. It right, pulls the line. Exactly. And you have to get the line to cross through. Now, you see in the third oh, line, level, you have to pull that one line out first before you can pull the hook out. And eventually, yeah. you get these very, very complex um, screens with like 30 different lines on them. And the other thing they do, which is actually good, uh, is they add different forms of complexity. So instead of just having a straight line from the circle you have to push to the line you have to pull out, they have like a like a like a three line crossroad and you have to rotate that crossroad so that the power is going just in one direction but not in the other direction. So yeah it does it's, get very complicated very quickly, doesn't it? It does get complicated very quickly. But but it's 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 workoutable, you know what I mean? Like you can figure it out. I've I you know me. I was just complaining about the puzzles and portal stories of Mel and, and all the rest of them. And and but this game doesn't frustrate or confound me. It's just it takes a little while and eventually it gets so complex that they have to give you three tries because they know if you make one mistake and you have to start the whole round over, that'll be really annoying. So instead they give you these three dots on the left side of the screen and if you make one mistake, you lose one dot. So you start that's that's kinda cool that they've thought about it's that though. Very isn't cool. it? It's there's so much thought in this game. I'm really impressed by the way in which they they make it fun and they keep adding things to it. But again, you know, I don't like it when people add things just one on top of another endlessly and they avoid that mistake. But they do keep things interesting by changing the way it works and I'm just really in love with this game. So one dollar well, that, that's hook for people that yep. miss the name hook. Yep. Hook. It's really yeah. cool, it's fun, it's neat, it's simple, it's cheap. So I would recommend checking it out. Very minimalist, but very well done. Very good. And then the other game, the final game I have to talk about, oof, is called OO. I don't know what how you would pronounce it. Maybe it's called OO, or maybe it's called O, or whatever, but OO. And if we're going to call it OO, uh, it's because that's the sound you make when you mess up. And you mess up a lot in this game. So for those who can't see the Twitch stream, let me explain it. You are a little circle, uh, a little dot that moves around the inside of a bigger circle. And when you press the space bar, you can flip to the outside of the circle. Okay? That's the mechanic. Okay. That's all you do in all the right. game. Now, sometimes, uh, well, I guess you start off with 
there's you're inside one circle, right? And you're spinning around the inside of it. There is another circle next to your circle. So you need to time the flip to the outside at just the right moment so that you move into the other circle. Does that make sense? Kind of. I think it's one of those games though. You have to see you it to understand. You see it, it makes perfect. All right, so you've got to you've got to go in where the the circles join exactly. each other. Exactly. Oh, you're that you're in sense. a circle. You're a ball in a circle, and you have to warp to another circle yes. at the join. Exactly. And there you go. You saw, Very hard to explain over an audio podcast. Right. It is. If you do it at the wrong time, it's not always the end of the world because sometimes you, it just takes you to the outside of the circle you're in. Now. Yeah. It's simple at first, but again, it gets very complicated very quickly because Ooh. eventually there's spikes in the circle. There's spikes in the circle. Eventually, the spikes move around in the circle. Uh, ah. There will be spikes that oscillate from being on the inside and on the outside. It very quickly becomes every bit as frustrating as Super Meat Boy. Ah, uh, because so you can you can move around the outside and the inside of the. You have to move around the outside and the inside. Yeah, no, I can see now. Yeah. But again, it's so elegantly designed because you only have one button. It's just flipping to the inside of the outside of the circle. That's all your button does, and the whole game is designed around that. It's about yeah, it time. Perpet- it perpetually moves without yeah, any yeah, interaction. You can't move. You can't decide when to move or how fast or how slow. Um, and it, the. And, you know, it's a lot of sort of doing the same thing over and over again. But then when you get to the next checkpoint, they'll twist it up a little bit, right? And they'll make the circles all the same size or they'll make one that's small. Or, but eventually it gets to these crazy levels where you have like four very tiny circles. And for those, it's not about, okay, I'm almost near, you know, because when you look at this Twitch stream right now, the ones that we're looking at, your, your brain is like, okay, I'm almost to the join spot, right? With these very tiny circles, it's just bump, 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 bump. You have to time it. It's about feeling. It's almost as though you're playing a mu- You see, I'm looking at this, and I'm thinking Millie would love this. You should let her try it because yeah, – This her- is her kind of game. Yeah, yeah. And it's ve- again, it's very well designed. Like it's beautiful, and it sounds yeah. good. Um, there oh are sometimes I've, oh, I'm watching it. I'm watching it there, and I'm just like, Fuck it, don't crash it. Yeah. you know, it, 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 the ball just goes completely like the, the way that you don't expect it to. Sometimes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ah, it's very. Yeah. Have yeah. you have you played duet at all, Jude? I have. I thought that was okay. Uh, yeah, it's sort of you like see that, I guess, in some ways. Millie played that and completed every single level on it. Yep. Th- and all the extra levels. She she would definitely love this, I think. Give, it, give it. it a shot. Let's, let me know what she thinks. Yeah. Um, the, the thing, okay, so with Super Meat Boy, right, I felt like there was a, about one-third, one-third, one-third in terms of when I, when I got killed. One-third of the time, I would say to myself, oh, come on, I made that jump. One-third of the time, I would say... Uh, okay, I know I'm going to make it. I, I almost made it that time. I'm going to make it next time. And one third of the time I'd be like, oh my God, I can't believe I launched myself right into the saw blade like that. And this game is like that. Like one third of the time I'm like, oh, I touched it at the right spot. Come on, this game cheats. One third of the time I'll go, oh man, I almost had it. And then one third of the time I'll be like, oh my God, this is ridiculous. I keep crashing into that same. Do you know what's weird? I'm watching, it's kind of mesmerizing watching the gameplay of this. It is very hypnotic. It is, isn't it? You're like, ooh. <laughs> Just watching yeah. this dude, whoever it is, trying to complete these like levels, yeah. and it's not levels, is it? Really, it's just one massive one level. Massive thing. And you'll notice in the upper right corner, there's a running tally of how many times you've died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you see that? I think that's a very clever little game, it's, and it, it has save points close enough to get that you don't get too frustrated. Exactly, there are checkpoints. Now, it doesn't show it on that video, but the second level is—I think it's just the exact same as the first level, except it's all wavy. 
So they aren't circles. They're like uh, it looks like you're looking at it underwater, and it's just like wavy back and forth, and it's it makes it so much different and more frustrating, but also very satisfying when you finish it. So. Yeah, I I definitely look at this and think Millie's gonna love this, so I'll definitely uh, pick it up and see what she thinks. Let us know what she thinks. I will. Yep. Yep. Is that it? Yep. yep. Jesus Christ Almighty! It's like we're Whoa. over an hour into the yep. show, nearly. God Almighty. Yep. That was a big. Yeah, um, yeah Chinny, let's come to you. What have you been up to? Because you didn't really uh, get no, a lot I'm, of time to talk about games last week, did you? Really? No, no. I've been busy this week. I've been I've been playing some video games, so that's good. Oh yeah. Um, I finished up Tomb Raider. Nice again, the second I, time. I, I, second time I played Tomb Raider, finished it. Um, I can safely say I'm not going to dwell on Tomb Raider for too long, but I will safely say that Tomb Raider is. Um, just as good as when I played the first time. It holds up very well. I'm looking forward to the next one. It's all good. I like it. So very good, very good. And I believe nice. I could be wrong, but I believe it's all the the new ones coming to PC as well. So I'm not gonna miss out as far as I know. No. Yes, that sounds sounds logical. Um, just a quick one uh, about Fallout Shelter. Uh, this is the the mobile sort of iPads game um, that Bethesda released uh, where you get to sort of build your own shelter um, I just want to say fuck this game I'm done <laughs> ah, <laughs> you see that happens right. to all those games eventually but can I just say as well they've, they've recently added an update that gives you photo mode and what I just think what, what is the point of that on a, on a device that you can just take a screenshot with it's just a ridiculous update. Well, I'm guessing. I'm guessing like you can take photos for a time lapse or something of your of your bunker. <laughs> no idea, but it's just like we've added a photo mode, so you can anyway show your, show your vault online. So, Chitty, like, why are you, you done with this? Game? Thing, oh, why are you done? You're talking to somebody here who's played Simpsons Tapped Out for like 12 months, right? Yeah. And I played True. this for, um, you know, a couple of weeks. And I think the reason why is because it's too quick. Right, things happen too quickly, and it's a very odd thing to complain about. Yeah. Um, but it just constantly just asks for your attention all the time. It's like a dog, you know, and it's just like <laughs> I haven't got time for you now. I've got stuff to do, and 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 the, my also, my other problem is like, yeah, I could build a massive vault if I wanted to. You know what I mean? I could build a huge vault, and I was getting to that, and then I got raised, and I had like like roaches invade and stuff and kill off my thing. I mean, let's be honest. Back. I mean, a couple of weeks ago, you were liking this game. I was liking it, but what my point is, like, I was really trying to sort of build, my plan was to build, like, a really big vault, but then, well, and then I, I had, like, a bit, like, a bad run, and I feel like they, when when things are going well in your vault, they purposely uh, increase the percentage of you getting raided and stuff, yeah. so it doesn't really draw you in very well, it's like, no, what's the point of me getting on top of things if I'm just going to get fucked over, yeah. right, and my vault now, I don't have a lot of people i don't have a lot of rooms but it's profitable it runs and everybody's fine so like what what the what you know why the fuck should i add in like five more rooms and yeah. it's just weird so you I, see, I, what I, I don't know need, what, what you need is fallout shelter epic loot <laughs> yeah there you go you see I, that's I, all your I problem feel like, I feel if you get raided i feel like things exactly, like exactly don't matter know, uh, things like it, it felt like i was getting gypped when i was playing the game right it felt like i was everything was running okay and I constantly got battered until the game put me in a position where I was in a bad place again. All right. 
and that didn't feel very satisfying to me. But do you, so, do you not think that's part of the? Oh, you need to buy some more of those fancy lunch boxes because you could get some cool yeah, stuff I, that'll help you sort I do, of do I that. I do, and I think I think that I was in a I, I was in the danger of sort of thinking, oh, if I bought some lunch boxes, I, I'll be all right, but. You know, I just don't want to get into Come on, that. let's be honest. I mean, there's a reason that this game is one of the most profitable games on iOS at the moment. You know what I mean? Right, but yeah. the other problem, I, again, I haven't played it very much, but, you know, my understanding is, okay, yes, you get some lunchboxes that gives you, what, four more, you know, uh, weapons you can use to defend against raiders, but then they'll probably just send more raiders in. Of course you yeah. do, because uh, let, let's be honest, these games are designed to take money off you. That's what it is. You know, yeah. it might be disguised a little bit and going... Yeah, we're we're not as sort of bad of all, as all those other games out there, you know. We're, we're you can play this and you never have to buy a single lunchbox, so that's all great. But there's a reason people are buying all those lunchboxes and giving Bethesda a lot of money for this game. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, but anyway, I'm done. Fuck Fallout Shelter. You're I'm done. done. It's Fuck over. Fallout Shelter. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's fucking over. The dream's done. Just bring me Fallout <laughs> 4, please. The bubble has burst. No. Don't give a flying fuck. Yeah, just just um, wait for Fallout 4. Forget about this game. Yeah, forget about it. Now, I'll be yeah, playing a game that isn't very me. Oh. 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 Right. And this is a weird one. Um, but is it weird and shit? There's a game that's... Yeah. Is it a was game? So, yeah, yeah cool. it's weird. and sh- Remember Feeding Frenzy? I do. I rem- I like that game. Right. Where you just had to eat Being the fish. Frenzy, you were a fish and you could only eat smaller fish. Correct. Right. Um, yep. I haven't been playing Feeding Frenzy, by the way, but I'm getting to that. Uh, you, you, you're a fish. You, you can only eat smaller fish to grow bigger. And then the bigger the, you grow, the bigger fish you can eat. But obviously, big fish can eat you, right? Yeah, a bit like so Osmos, but with fish. So this, <laughs> so this game is called Agario. Right? And Agario is a game that is always, always in the top ten playing games on Twitch. Like, always. Interesting. Constantly. See, but wasn't wasn't, um, Feeding Frenzy, wasn't that made by PopCap as well? Well, we're off Feeding Frenzy now. Yeah, no, I'm just remembering. I'm sure that was one of the going to be talking about it. I'm just thinking, you know, people who went on Twitter and all that stuff. I'm sure yeah. if you really want to find out, you can find out yourself. So, yeah. Agario is... Web engine we could use. Let me just explain what Agario is. So, Agario is, is feeding frenzy, but instead of like a fish, you're a dot, right? And you can name your dot whatever you want. And the, 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 the gimmick is, other dots are in the game, but they're real people. All right. right? So, it's like Osmos, but with other people. Don't know what Osmos is. Don't it's a, it's one again. where you're like a, a single cell organism, but you can only Goodness, eat ones that are small. Swastika. Yeah. So yeah. it's, it's, simple, that's, that's it's probably thing. more simple. Because the internet is an awful place, yeah. you do get people with uh, swastikas. So wait, uh, there is a real person? Yeah. So, but, no, but the little dots, there are little dots. Yeah. They're not real people. Oh, okay. The ones that say... Hitler or Crackerjack okay. on the on there, they're real people. Yeah. So they act like real people. But look, and sometimes you get you get dots that are just huge. They're just yeah, yeah. gigantic. But this is the other thing, player. right? You can if you press the space bar, you can split. And obviously, what split does is split your mass in half. So if there is a guy that you're chasing, that if you half yourself, you can still eat him. If you split, you sort of project half of you forward and grab him, uh, right? And if you press W, you can 
feed other people as well. Okay. And then also in the in in it's all sort of on this like white background, and also in it is these green spiky balls. And if you're bigger than the spiky ball and go into it, or you get corded into it, you split like you you, you just explode and you go into like like you know about ten different pieces. Okay. So it's a very simple game, right? Yeah. And I was just very curious about what it was. Like, I just didn't know what it was, and I've been playing. Obviously, one of the names you can see on the on the screen now is Butho. Um <laughs> but it's just yeah. it's just it's just because you're you're, you're moving around, you're, you're playing with other people, and you, you they try and chase you, or sometimes they don't bother with you, and then you know you get squashed. It's a very strange game, and I, I've been addicted to it. I just love it. I love it. Yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, if you just look up Osmos, Chini, that's basically what this is. But Osmos is a lot more elegant. I'm not than going this. to do that. <laughs> no, I'm just telling you. But, but that's is more. But that is more of a comparison than feeding frenzy. Well, <laughs> so there I you go. So, so what, they, what they've done is taken that game and made it multiplayer, basically. Yeah. That's that, well, yeah. Osmos or feeding frenzy. It's just a multiplayer version of that. But it's 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 a lot, and with the split mechanic and the the whole like. <laughs> Some of the names on these dots are crazy. Yeah, swastikas, big titties. You know, it's all. I mean, it's the internet. There's no sensor on it. It's what you get. <laughs> So you is this, I mean, what, what what are you actually playing this on? Is it a PC game or is, is, it, a browser? is it a browser? Agario, yes, it's a browser spelled, game. Yeah, A-G-A-R-I-O. And you press enter, it's the first thing you go in. You can put anything as your name and you go. That's it. That's it. There's no, they make their money from adverts. <laughs> just, but, you, know. you can just sort of, you know, make yourselves whatever you want them to look like, which is kind of funny. Yeah. It's disgusting, yeah. but I love it. it I don't know why. <laughs> but do you know what? Sometimes um, the simplest ideas are the most effective, yeah, aren't they? Yeah, like, like Roger Ebert said, sometimes you can try and give people caviar, but they just want a burger. So, yeah. Hey, it's true. Um, nothing wrong with a burger. Nothing wrong with a burger. I had a burger today. It was lovely. Uh, so, yeah, I have been playing another game. I would call this a biggie. This is a biggie. Yeah, it's a biggie. It's a biggie. You want a drum roll? Uh, you've also played this as well. Uh, a little bit. Uh, this, Only a little bit, Batman though. Batman Arkham Knight. Oh, yeah. Did you play yeah, on PC? Yeah. Bah. Not really. Of course not. Hence not likely. Um, I'm pretty far in, apparently. I'm 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 moving very quickly along uh, with Batman Arkham Knight. My history of Batman games is Arkham Asylum is my favourite one. Uh, and then City, I didn't really like too much. It's obviously a very, very good game. Um, but I, I didn't like it as much as Asylum. Uh, and then Origins was sort of like, all right. Um, and then we're back to Night, which I think is fucking fantastic. Oh, my God. This game is amazing. See, I just feel like I need to play more of it. That's my problem. Jesus Christ. This game is good. Oh, my fucking God. And can I say it again? <laughs> Damn, this game is good. Shit. Look at it. It's brilliant. Oh, look at it. I want to be playing it now. It's just the bullets. Fuck. Um, you don't find the Batmobile to be incredibly difficult and you're having so much trouble. No, it's not difficult, but it's annoying. It's just annoying, no, I, I found. I'll give some credit to, to Stu. Stu said that the, that the Batmobile is, is a pain in the ass, And I don't, I don't think it's too bad, right? But I have changed the controls on my Batmobile. Yeah, I didn't do any of that. Stuff. So what you can do in the settings... Now, I played a, a, a large chunk of the game, Stu, without changing the controls, right? But I thought, you know, this is a big sort of deal, this Batmobile. I know everybody sort of complains about it. So I, I thought, 
let's try it with the other ones. Yeah, I suppose it's my journalistic approach to it. I thought, let's try it with the other control settings, and then I can compare the two. And the one that they use as default isn't the best one, I don't think, because you have to hold the left trigger uh, to to go into the battle tank mode, right? Um, That's right. But it, with the new version, you press RB, and that's it. You don't have to hold it. It's just in the battle tank mode, and that's it. And the brake on this mode is left trigger, and it just makes a lot more sense, and you still have a handbrake on the X button. Uh, I'm playing it on the Xbox One, by the way, just in case you're getting confused with the buttons. But, the, the, you know, yeah, it's no, just... It's fine. You know, it, it, I, I feel like the, sec- the alternative option for the Batmobile is, is fine. And but I, you've got to admit, right? You've got to admit, the Batmobile platforming onto buildings was a bit weird. There's not a ton of it. No, no, but he makes you do one really early on in the game. And yeah, it's just there like, is one what? really early on in the game. But to be honest, I think there are a few more. I, mean, I did a mission today, and it, and it had a bit of it, right? But it does make you do a big one at the start. Um, it does. There, there, isn't much, there isn't much of it, Stu, to be honest. There isn't, oh, that's all right. I'm, I'm pleased to hear like that. Like Mirror's Edge, the Batman version. Yeah, oh. it is a bit like that. You know, you have to sort of make your way up. I've heard that they sort of end with a lot of it, though, Stu, to be honest. Um, that's what I've heard. However, anyway, um, driving around normally, you know, just like racing it around Arkham, I will admit takes a bit of getting used to. But what they've done very well is they've made a lot of destructible environments, so you can sort of play through a lot. Uh, there are missions where you've got to change. <laughs> it doesn't drive very well. Let's make this wall destructible so you can just drive straight through yeah. it fine. But, yeah, I mean, it's sort of a compromise. I feel like it's, fuck, it, it's a gimmick, right? But I feel like it's a very well-rounded, sexy Apparently, gimmick. right, I've heard... Um, on the PS4 version, you can download the original Batman skins, you know, from the, the yes, 70s TV yeah, yeah, show. Yeah, you can play the, 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 the 70s Batman, yeah, that's true. Yeah, with the yeah. with the the original Batmobile skin as well from there. Oh, wow. And a lot of people yeah, yeah. are saying, when they changed to that, it felt a lot better. <laughs> they enjoyed it more. Yeah. <laughs> so I maybe know, I need to that. that. True. I just think they're just showing off <laughs> that they have the skin, to be honest. But, you know, um, I, yeah, I, I, obviously the Batmobile is the big thing about this game. It's the big sort of like add-on. Um, and change, and I, I feel like it really does add a lot to it. I, it the, the city is just a lot more interesting to go around for me. I feel like the, they've really realised Gotham very well in, in this. Um, I feel like the tank combat, as you know, you know, you turn into a tank and you, you yeah, yeah. combat. There's oh yeah, I've done all that. Weird. That's what I would say. That's what I say. This game, it is polished to fuck, right? The, I've, the I've done all that polished. weird sort of hovercraft mode. Yeah, well, yeah. But the hovercraft mode. Look, example of polish in this game is when, like, an enemy's aiming at you, right? It turns. Like, you see a light, like a beam of light, right? And then when it's yep. aiming at you, Stu, what color is it? I don't know. I've not played it enough. It's red, right? But when you dodge it, when it when it's not gonna hit. Oh you, yeah, it gives white. you that like moment to get out of the way, doesn't it? Yeah, it gives like, you like so a walk. It changes color. Depending yeah, on if it's going to hit you. Very minor thing, very tiny little thing, but fantastic for you to sort of gauge whether you're going to be hit by that projectile or not. I feel like the tank combat's fantastic. I think this game is so polished. And the other thing that I really like about it is that the side missions are really interesting. That every time you select and change your side missions, Batman gives a little bit of dialogue to say, oh, right, now I'm going to do this now. And it's always slightly different, like depending on which one you move along. I think. Uh, there's, there's the, the Riddler challenges, which are, you know, just the usual Riddler challenges that are throughout the city and stuff. But the main Riddler 
um, sort of arc is really cool, right? And I don't want to spoil it, but it's, I thought it was really well handled. What you actually have to do um, to unlock that bit, I don't like. He, he basically makes these under, underground tracks, Duke. You know what I mean? He makes these yeah. big, elaborate underground tracks, and there's a bit of puzzle element. I don't find them... As soon as you've got to drive that Batmobile and you're, you're pressured for time, it becomes very cumbersome. But when you're sort of just dicking about... And when you unlock the like super eject, you hold A and you press A, you go fucking miles in the air. It's so cool. Um, yeah, it's brilliant. It is. It is great. Uh, the side missions. There's some other side missions as well. There's some, you know, some penguin ones. Uh, there's there's some um, there's ones that are like these this like mysterious bodies keep showing up around Gotham, and you have to sort of uncover. Uh, it's, it's only like a small mini game where you have to find the identity of them. Uh, there's this guy and he's 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 sort of you're trying to train him. You know the side missions are really good. And the thing that that, that they do in this that they don't do in so like you know Assassin's Creed is they don't fucking bombard you with them. Yeah. Uh, there are a lot of Riddler challenges, but you press the right on the D-pad, right, and then you get a wheel of all the side missions. And the main quest is always at the top. It's always green. All the others aren't green. They're white and they've got their own symbol. It's very clear how much percentage you've done on them. It's very clear which symbol is which. Uh, the only sort of hard part is actually trying to find them, you know, because you have to physically look for them. You know, you have to find them. For example, um, for the person that you're training, you have to look for a burning back symbol, so you have to look for that. And then the, the, the dead bodies, you have to listen for opera music, so there's different cues. So is it, is it, excuse me, so it's a little bit like um, Crackdown. In that it's respect, a little bit yeah. like that, yeah. In fact, one one of the other um, side missions is you have to look, look for burning buildings, uh, you know, and they're very easy to spot because you just look for the smoke. Uh, but the other ones aren't, aren't so easy. There's just so much polish, like the the the, the dialogue, the, the the interactions you have, the characters are well realised. The missions are fantastic, varied, and it swaps between the Batmobile and, and Batman. There's, I just did a, a mission. It was a main mission, and it swapped between Batman and, and, and the, the Batmobile, and it was fantastic. I just adored it. I, I, I love it. And it's one of these games now, I, I just... I, you know that feeling you get when you play a game, and it's all you want to do is play it. There's, there's nothing else I want to do right now than play Batman. Well, I've had that I, for the I, last two months, man. Yeah, and, and it's, 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 a, it's a great feeling. You know, when I, yeah. when I close my eyes, I think about it. You know what I mean? I think yeah. about playing it. It's just, oh, oh God, yeah. I love it. I adore it. It's a good um, Yeah. It's, it's definitely, definitely up there with Game of the Year for me. I think it's just fantastic. I, so well realized. The, 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 pro, the thing that I have is, is Batman Arkham Asylum was, was groundbreaking, wasn't it? That we, we never really had a good Batman game until Arkham Asylum. So for me to say that yep. it's better than Arkham Asylum, I think, object, you know, like... I think objectively, objectively, it probably it is better than Arkham Asylum. You know, in a way, like you know, there's more features, there's more game, there's more characters. It looks better. However, Arkham Asylum was first, wasn't it? And it was the and it was yeah. closed. And it was a very sort of private area, and it's it introduced sort of this whole world that we're now used to seeing. Um, so I, I think I've got a little bit more love for Asylum, but this is just oh my god, I love it. I love it so much. And and they don't one thing they don't ram down your throat is you know the the AR missions you know like the sort of side questy missions yeah, that, yeah. like the simulations 
they, there's a little bit of that at the start, Stu. You might have played. Yeah, which, again, that was one of the things that frustrated me is because it's like, I just want to play the game. I don't want to keep yeah. going into these things and not being able to get out of it until I've done it. Well, the big thing is, I mean? like, in, in the simulations, you upgrade points. Like, every sort of side quest you do, you, you get upgrade points, and every simulation, if you get three stars, you get upgrade points as well. So they force a few on you. Uh, John Mills is in the chat, everyone. They force uh-huh. a few on uh-huh. you um, at the start, Stu, I think, just to, to, so you get a few upgrade points on your belt, you know? So you, you've got a few to, to, to do, um, to, to upgrade your stuff with. Uh, but after that, Stu, they don't really get you to do any of them you know what i mean they don't really yeah i, th- I think i just yeah, need yeah. to get over the the beginning hump get over like the, get uh, over like the hour the, uh, I, I think the, the start of the game is fine but i you know maybe for you student have a sort of great I, I, I it fell on one of those days for me where i was just gonna fucking hammer this game you know and i played i think it was roughly about eight hours the first time i played it you know i just nailed it uh yeah, yeah. And got really into I, it I, I, yeah, I just zonked out. No, it was seven hours. Seven hours I played on this. And I remember going to work the next day and I said to Jamie, who who's also playing Arkham Knight, and, I, and he asked me, where where are you? And I said, I have just saw the penguin. You know, I've, I did the bit with the penguin. And he says, oh, my God, it took me a week to get there. You know what I mean? Like, I am far, I'm, I'm just hammering awesome, it. really. just awesome, What can we say? That's awesome. Um, it's just did so you say polished. you should suck at games less? Uh, so, zing. There, is a, there is a thing about... I play this game in fear sometimes because I feel like it's going to introduce something fucking stupid. You know what I mean? Like, it's going to just start... Let, let me. Look, there's a bit with Poison Ivy. It's not the bit on the screen now. It's a little bit later. And, let me guess you know, I, I sort of thought... I sort of thought, like, is this going to be a side mission that I'm going to have to keep on doing now? And it's not. It's just something that they introduce and then it just goes. You know, very quickly, and I, I thought, God, this. I mean, and, and to boot, this game looks fantastic as well. And, and I'm not usually one to sort of jizz over. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree with My everything God. you said. Really, good. yeah, Jeez. it does look it does look beautiful, and the voice acting is excellent. You know what I mean? And the, the from the bit I have played, that you know, I can see a lot of positives in this game. But I think the problem for me is I've just got another game that I just can't stop playing, and that's the issue because I've no interesting playing this at the moment whilst i'm so engrossed in the witcher 3 i just can't you know come off and if you believe you can i can't i'm like you with skyrim yeah (laughs) my biggest my biggest problem with with the game is is more more about a problem with batman really than the game is is the fact that he just doesn't kill anyone Right. Well, of course, Batman doesn't kill people i know i want to make a short like a comedy sketch where it's like starts out of this old man, no, not an old man, just like a crippled man, right? And he's he's like, this is this is John, and he can't speak anymore, and he has to free himself through his own throat. It's, he was, yeah. he, he was, he was just um, taking over on his brother's shift at a warehouse, just trying to make ends meet. Didn't really know what the owner did. And, doing it and gave him brain damage right because batman he's basically just fucking killing people at this point he, he, if he's not killing them he's killing them so, you know it's like slowly it's a technicality the of whether he's killing the, the point is yeah. they'd probably be better off dead <laughs> yes that's what i'm saying i didn't right? kill but this guy yeah, but you people. made him spend the rest of his life in a goddamn what you... he's a vegetable 
So he, these mindless thugs that are probably just trying to... I heard one of them say, like, you know, because you constantly hear chatter, you know, when you find around. I'm just trying to pay off my mortgage, right? I was like, this poor guy, like, I'm going to beat the shit out of him, right? And I'm going like, I'm, I'm to give yeah, him brain damage. Right? He's starting jobs, so now he has he to can't suffer. Speak anymore, right? Fuck him. Right? These, he's, he's picking on the wrong guy. He should be giving brain damage to the top villain, you know, like people like Penguin and stuff. But he just grabs them and sort of lets them go. Like he doesn't really do anything with them. Um, so yeah, that's. But the, the, my my point is, the whole Batman killing thing is obviously he's calling Carl, isn't he? You know, he doesn't want to become one of them. Uh, and, and without like sort of going too much into it, they take an interesting take on this. You know, they 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 question sort of this this uh, this this whole thing. You know, this, and, it, and it, I, was, I was sort of shocked that there was. Because the villains all want Batman to kill someone in a way, you know what I mean? They they they, they do this in you know the Dark Knight, you know, Joker, Joker sort of, yeah, sort of like you know you're one of us, and it's this whole thing about you know because if Batman kills someone, he sort of falls into that. He's just another villain, then I suppose. Um, uh, and it, uh, yeah, and they touch on that on, on this as well. I thought that was pretty well done. Uh, and and the the Scarecrow is a, is a is a great character. I think the the actual Arkham Knight. There is a character called the Arkham Knight. Mm. Um, I don't think he's voiced very well. I th- he's a bit too sort of. He's meant to be sort of like an ex-army guy, I think. Uh, uh, and uh, I don't think he's particularly voiced very well. I, I, he's a bit too you know bro for me. Yeah. Um, but it's it's yeah. Uh, that, that was something. Else. They're niggles. You know. I mean, you know when you have niggles about something. Yeah. And you're really picking up the, the other well, niggle I would perfect. have. Nothing's fuck perfect. Fuck me. Get off Skype. Batman, Jesus Christ! Like he just what? always looking at his fucking arm, talking <laughs> to everyone. It's like I'm lonely. Fucking Alfred, what are you wearing? You know, all the time, just never stops like skyping people. He's a social guy. Just get off. What He's supposed to be helping people. There's one thing about Batman exactly. I wouldn't say he's social. Uh, you know, he just. Uh, <laughs> I'm a tortured soul. But that doesn't mean I don't want to get some. Of- he wants thing. He wants to look at him in the face when he speaks to him. Smiley emoji. <laughs> Oracle, what are you doing? Uh, you know, he's, he's just constant. There's a lot <laughs> of this case outside, where he's but I'm having a good time smiling on the inside. And they always alert him on his arm when he's just finished the fight, which is, I think is quite handy. You know what I mean? Maybe Alfred's got like a thing on him when he can tell when he's fighting. Um, but no, he's, you know, it's, it's, it's great. And I, the, there are some missions where you get, you have to sort of, you're fighting with someone, you know, you're fighting with like uh, Catwoman or you're fighting with like Nightwing or Robin. Yeah. And, um, there are like these things where you can do dual takedowns, you know, press LB and you, you do a dual takedown and then you swap over to the other character. Just really nice, polished, uh, you know, combat, fantastic uh, story, uh, really great realized world, great graphics. I, I love it. I think it's it's probably my game of the year at the moment. Uh, Tinia sealed the deal. There it is, people. Yeah, it's up there. Look, everything else I play from now on has to beat this. Yeah. Uh, okay. Hmm. The the thing is though, is there that much coming out for the rest of this year that you think might I do that? Because I three, I still haven't played The Witcher three. I haven't. Um, Are you gonna play that? Uh, I will play it. Yeah, I think I think it crosses the line of it's fan, fan, fantasy bullshit, but it crosses the line <laughs> of like this might it to yeah. play. It's grounded enough for Ginny to play it. Yeah, no, I wouldn't say grounded. I just I think you sort of credited enough. You know, Skyrim. You know, yeah. it's one of these games where the, yeah. uh, at some point I have to put my prejudice down and go, okay, all right, let's let's look at this with with like a sensible pair of eyes here, you know. And and then if it's not for me, it's not for me. But 
I, I think The Witcher 3 has sort of crossed over to that. I think The Witcher 2 might be a little bit too sort of shit for me, but The, the, like the Witcher 3 just it seems to have taken on a new level of like, this is okay, this is time to pay attention. So The Witcher 3 might be a contender. Uh, the new Tomb Raider yeah, might be a contender. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's, there's, there's other things out there. The, even Halo, I mean, even though I don't like Halo 4, uh, Halo's got a chance. It's got a chance. It's true. I know. It's true. Um, I, d- I do think that, and you know, and I know I keep saying this, but I do think you'll like The Witcher 3. And I do think the other problem with The Witcher 3, though, which is what my issue is at the moment, it will suck your life away. It's, well, this is, it's, every moment I get, I play this. So. Yeah, it's constant. It's Ooh. like, well, interestingly, even tonight, right, Kay was upstairs doing a, doing ironing Millie's like, school clothes or whatever, and I'm like, huh. I can I can just finish a little mission because there's the good thing about The Witcher there are some small missions so there is that sort of bite sized chunks that you can do. I feel do. like I could be talking about toasters, Duke, and he'd still bring <laughs> it back. To I know, I know. Think it about is toasters. True. Look, it, it, toasters will do a lot of fun things if you toast them right. Look, just like The Witcher Three. <laughs> it's like the Witcher well, Three. It's before, I, I do have a question three. to ask you about The Witcher. Uh, you do. Go. Before, go. before go. I ask, before I ask you that, I just want to say one last thing about Batman. I, I get upset about the thought of it finishing. Oh, you said earlier, you know that sort of a game you don't want it to lose. Yeah, I, I, I get that with so any GTA game or any Rockstar game. I get upset the fact that it's going to finish. I like the idea of and, you know, know I the, like it's going to be over soon. Toss, yeah, like, I, I get, I get it. other games. Would no, not say, this. Would you say this is kind of Batman GTA? Then is this like that? This the, yeah, this is like. I, I, I doubt we'd ever get a better Batman than this. This is just unbelievable. There you unbelievable. go. Um, the question I had for you, though, Stu, like, I yep. heard a few people, not tons of people, but the people that are sort of playing Witcher 3 and enjoying Witcher 3, uh, yep. they sort of drop off because, you know, it's such a big game. It's such, uh, you know, it's a exhausting. large world. Yeah, it's exhausting. You know, do you have you felt any of that yet, or do you feel no. like the danger? I, I was just gonna. No, <laughs> not at all. I mean, it's just so weird. I'm probably. Yeah, I've probably played now. Right, I'm probably coming up to probably around seventy or eighty hours. I would have thought of this game, and I don't. It gives you enough. I don't feel like I'm anywhere near end game yet. Um, there are sometimes I feel like, come on, get to the point. You know, I want to find out what the hell's going on here, right? Because it is kind of like a, you, the whole main storyline revolves around tracing a missing person, but it does it in a really, really clever way. Do you know what I mean? I don't want to give any spoilers because obviously there's some interesting <laughs> things it does as a game that works really, really well in that respect. There is something that happened this week whilst I've been playing it that has slightly bugged me, but I can kind of understand to an extent why they've done it. But here's the thing, right? Here's the, the probably the first gripe I've had with a game. And I've had very few gripes with this game because it is just so immense and it's just so well written and it's the characters are so well realised and, and everything about it is so good. But if you do more side missions early on than main missions... You become over leveled for the main missions. Mm. That's the danger with a lot of like RPGs. Though, yeah, isn't yeah. It? You know, if you, you can do too much. Yeah, if you do more main missions at the beginning of the game early on and ignore a lot of the side missions, then you become overpowered for the side missions. Okay, 
which in, in normal circumstances wouldn't be that much of an issue. You'd just breeze through them, so there just wouldn't be any challenge there. You know what I mean? Now, the yeah. problem I've got now, I'm level 22, which doesn't sound very high, but in The Witcher, that's quite a high level because you don't get very much XP unless you're doing missions. Right. So outside of that, you get very little XP, so you've got to do loads of missions to get the XP. Now, the trouble with this is, though, when you're overpowered for a mission, so you're too high a level for that mission, you only get awarded five XP points for doing it. XP points, not like XP not points. Well, you know you know what I mean, anyway. Yeah, I get it, experience points, whatever. But you only get five points instead of what it would be normally about 200 or 300 points. So what it stops you doing is leveling up because it goes, oh, the game sort of goes, oh, you're too, you're too high a level for this, so we're not going to reward you at all for doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, and initially they tried to do... The experience is its own reward. Uh, they tried to do zero points, so no experience at all, but that cocked up the system because it went the the sort of the stuff that was in it and the way it worked couldn't deal with that, so it cocked everything up. So they had to award a nominal amount. So I only get five. So I'm a bit miffed about that because it's it's getting harder now to level up. And the other problem I've got is I've got a lot of armor and swords that I've I've sort of crafted that I can't use till I'm level twenty seven. Yes. So every time that kind of happens, I'm like, oh, God, man, I need, the, I need the points because I can't use this cool stuff did I've about, got. Did you hear about the patch that they, that they are going to introduce? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll put it in the news for tonight, so we'll talk about that later. Oh, uh, so, so they're doing stuff that actually helps with some of the issues with the game because you pick up a lot of loot. You know, you, you're sort of, you know, you're finding stuff. You, you If you go out into a bay or something, there's always some sort of smuggler's cache that's been, like, hidden there. And often you get cool stuff in these, like, chests and stuff that you open. You'll get some, like, relic armor or relic swords or, you know, and, and all the relic stuff is, is really cool and has, like, really good attributes and all that kind of stuff. Uh, I've still got the ongoing two steel swords glitch going on. That that has never resolved itself. Oh, jeez. Uh, so I have two swords in my scabbard, even though I can only use one of them. And the other one that's in is my level uh, 27 sword that I can't use yet. So I'm hoping that when I finally unlock that sword and can use it, that'll resolve the issue. Yeah. But I've got a while to go before that happens. So I've got this really cool sword. And weirdly... In every cutscene now, he ha- he uses the weird the the cool sword that I can't use yet. <laughs> so that's that's kind of in all the cutscenes now as well. Um, but that all being said, this is still an amazing game. I just cannot just I just cannot tell you, Duke. The scale of this game is just truly enormous. I'm gonna play it someday. It's it's I've I've got to say I've got to say I think it's bigger than Skyrim. It's got to be. Yeah. Because every area, you, like, you unlock a new area, right? I went to, like, Skellige, which is the version of Ireland. Yeah. You know, everyone speaks with an Irish accent, which is kind of funny. Hello! Um, Hello there, how's it going? Um, so, yeah, I went to Skellige, and I, I thought it was just one island. No, it's about, like, ten islands, and they're all massive. So it's just, this, again, another huge, massive area. And, again, I mean, my list of secondary quests now is just enormous. Yeah. Uh, but then I'm not tempted to do them because I'm just like, well, you know, they might be interesting, but I'm not going to get any XP for a lot of these now because they're like level 10 quests and I'm like level 22. So I won't get any reward for doing them. So, so what, yeah, what, it's a bit. What would be your advice for people that 
I don't know because I, I think the problem is it doesn't whichever way you go you're going to come across this problem because if you do all the main story quests first you're going to be too high level for a lot of the side quests if you do all the side quests stuff first you're going to so be can you only level up by doing quests that are your level ish yes or right what i've been doing right i've realized that i'm level 22 but i can do quests that are sort of level 25 26 because i've got really cool armor and really cool swords what about about level level 22 or level 20 can you do yeah 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 and i would still get the xp for those but anything lower than that so anything before you know below level 22 if i do any of those i'm only going to get five five xp for doing them so they're almost redundant now because I'm just like, eh, you know, what's the point yeah. of doing those quests? Because I'm not going to get True. any sort of reward. But there's, but there's probably a lot of cool stories in those quests from what I've yeah, heard. Yeah. And... yeah. Yeah. But but then you sort of, you'd rather focus on stuff that you know you're going to get benefit from doing. And and the yeah. trouble is, up to, you know, I've just done like the Master Armorer's quest, which is a level 27. But I'm only level 22, so in reality, I shouldn't really be able to complete that. But because I've leveled up, because I've got cool armor and leveled up a lot of the stuff I've got, and the, you know my abilities and things, and focused on on you know specific stuff, I was powerful enough to do it. So yeah. I've completed all that. But the armor that I got for it, which is cool, I can't use till I'm level 27 now. So Ugh. I've got to level up five more levels to use that stuff, and that's kind of more important to do than do like side quests that are below my level now do you know what i mean it's kind of like mm-hmm. i want to use this cool shit i've got but i can't use the cool shit if i do all these side quests that take time but i'm not going to get any xp for doing yeah so i'm not going to do them because there's no point cost benefit ratio yeah but then with main quests you've got to do them because otherwise you're not going to progress the story so even though i'm got not necessarily going to get big xp for them you know, I'm, I'm, I've got to do them because otherwise I'm not going to find out what's going on. Yeah. So it's it's a bit of a double-edged sword, really. But that all being said, it seems to... what With main story quests, you get XP as you're going along. Yes. So the last one I did, because they're all sort of maybe have five or six parts to them. So you have tons of stuff to do on a main story quest. Yeah. And and after you finish each like individual part, it'll give you some, like a little bit of XP. So it'll give you like 50 or 100 or whatever, and you soon level up. But what it seems to have done with the main story quest is you only get the 5 XP for the like little sort of parts of it, but the overall bit at the end, you still get the full XP for that. So it's kind of giving you stuff to an extent, but obviously taking it away on others. So, But that, like I say, I can't praise this game enough. You know, you're going to love it. You're going to love it, and I have no doubt. I don't know. No, absolutely no doubt. Um, and it's it's so, you know, I know you love Skyrim, and I know that. Uh, but How this, did you know I love Skyrim? I, I know. I would have said this is so, so much better than Skyrim. Hey, 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 watch your mouth. It is. It is. And the Whoa. reason being is, the reason being is it's got all that open world stuff that you love, Duke, and it's got it's all that looting. Cool. That's the only part of it. And that cool shit. But it's also got a brilliant story, and it's well written, and the voice acting's really, really, do- really well done. You know what I mean? I agree. I'm, you know, I'm gonna play it. I'm gonna love it. It's got all the good stuff that Skyrim hasn't got, and all the good stuff that Skyrim has got. Skyrim's got everything except no, a great story, except and great voice acting. <laughs> well, voice but yeah, it's all right in Skyrim. Yeah, it's all right. It's not as good as this though. What? It is. I'm not arguing that. 
It isn't. So yeah, so there you go. Witcher 3, I've been playing a, a shit ton of that. And, and to be honest with you, it's taken me away from most stuff. And, Do you know how you know, many hours you've been playing it? Do you know how many hours you put into it? Yeah, probably about 70 to 80. I'm coming up to probably about 80 hours, I would have thought. Mm, okay. A lot. <laughs> I think it's safe to say I've played this game. A lot, a lot of hours. Um, what was the last game that you played that was 80 hours? Um, probably Dragon Age Inquisition. I think I, I didn't quite get as high as that, but it was probably about 60, 60, 70 hours for that when I finished that. Okay. So that wasn't far away from this, but I'll be honest with you, I haven't had a feeling playing a game like this since I played Oblivion. You know, where I just literally can't stop playing. And when, like you said, when I'm not playing it, I'm thinking about it. You know, I'm thinking when I'm going to be able to play it again. Yeah. And it's just, I just love it. I just absolutely love it. I cannot begin to tell you how good it is. And it's just so clever and cool and just excellent. And like I say, it just the the thing that this game does that a lot of games fail on for me is that it keeps on surprising me. You know, it keeps on giving me something new to think about or something interesting will happen that, you know, I didn't see coming. And, you know, I don't think a lot of games succeed doing that for such, you know, over such a long period of time, you know, when you're playing them. Yeah. It just keeps on adding something else or it'll do something cool or, you know, the, even like what just seems a simple side quest will turn into something really interesting. Yeah. And I think that I think that's what's what's so great about this game, you know, and I think the, the only interesting thing about this is, you know, they don't, you know, whereas Skyrim and Oblivion and Fallout have like the enemies will level with you. Yeah. This doesn't have that. What this has is areas where enemies are higher level and areas where they're not so higher level. Right. So it's it's kind of an interesting take on it, but I kind of like it better. Yeah, I kind of like that better than the you know that you know That's some the old RPG that. formula, man. Well, not just RPGs, yeah. but you know back in the day. Yeah. So you know you you'll come across something and you and it, and it, it just does the, like the little things really well. You know, like you'll come across an enemy that's too hard for you. It'll have a little red skull on it, so it'll be like, yeah, I guess that means that I shouldn't bother attacking this animal. And, well, and most things, again. Unlike Skyrim or Oblivion, you know, where things will follow you forever. Yeah. They, they they have a radius, an area where they'll patrol or whatever, you know, and if you if you run out of that, then they'll stop following to you. To be fair, that's kind of how the giants operate in Skyrim. They'll, they'll yeah. not yep. chase you for two, you know, there's a certain point at which they'll stop chasing you. It is similar to that. It is similar to that. So, don't so talk yeah. about Sky- I'm just kidding. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. Anyway, uh, the other two things I played were the other day, it was a lovely day outside. You know, it was nice and sunny and stuff, so I got in my hammock in the garden. Oh. I know, I sat in the hammock in my garden. So I thought, do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take out my Vita with me. I'm going to play some of the freebies that came out on, on the uh, PSN Plus Yeah. This, this, this month. So I thought, I'm going to play two of those, see how they go. Uh, first of which uh, was Geometry Wars 3. Oh. Ginny, you'll be pleased ah. to know. And I really like this. <laughs> I think they've done a really good job. I think I, I really like yeah, it. I'm not, I'm not debating that. I just don't think it's the strongest Geometry Wars game. No, maybe not. But you know what? It's a long time since I played Geometry Wars two, um, and obviously because I haven't got an Xbox anymore, it's not something I can play anymore. So I was like, yeah. I was quite pleased when this came out, and it was, it was like the next freebie on Vita. So I was like, yeah, I'll play this. Um, and it's got the leaderboard things. There is one thing that bugs me a little bit, and I don't know whether it ever had this in the original Geometry Wars, but to restart a level 
in the middle of a level, you know, you've got to you've got to press start and then restart. There's no. I'd, yeah, I'd, I'd I, much, think, uh, I think that is. I think that was in the old ones, but I, I, when I first talked about uh, Jump Force Three, I, I I said they should have a button, a reset button, like yeah, trials, because, you know. Yeah, especially on the timer ones where you know you where you know you've screwed it up and there's no point playing on till the end of the time. Yeah, it yeah. would have been nice just like press square to restart or something like that. You know what I mean? And then I could just like, oh yeah, quick restart. And it only does it. It does a quick restart like right at the end of the of the time. It'll go quick restart, press square or whatever. And it's yeah. like, no, that, why isn't that there just all the time? Why isn't do that I have there to all the time? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, it should be there. All the time. It's just a bit stupid. It's just like it's not like square like, does anything anyway. You know, like no, what's the... no, it's just a design issue. Do you know what I mean? It's not like why did you why did you decide to do that? It's just a bit weird because you know I, I get it with the ones where you've got lives because you can just kill yourself, can't you? You can quickly do that and just restart. But you know, it's like I've got to, and, and especially on you know when you're playing on the Vita, where the start button is, you have to then faff around, move your thumb and lift it up and press it, and it's tiny. Do you know what I mean? It's a bit fiddly, right? Fiddly, you know, fiddly. it's not like an, yeah, it's not. If it was on a normal controller, it probably wouldn't be that big an issue. Oh, but on the Vita, it's a tiny little button, and you've got to faff around. Ooh, fiddly, fiddly, fiddly. Uh, so yeah, but apart from that, I'm really loving it. I'm liking the, the way they've done the story mode. Um, but it's like a lot of those things. It's like a lot of these types of games were. You play a level till you get the three stars, don't you? It's like oh, I've got to get three stars, and yeah, you you I'm never seen doing that. I haven't felt that way because I actually played a little bit of this again. But okay, like I I got one star. I was like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, but then I'm like, yeah, I want to do this because like, and and then you just get stuck on one level for ages. Yeah, trying trying yeah. to trying to do it, you know, get the highest rating or trying to beat everybody on the leaderboard. Yeah. And, and I'll be honest with you, the people on my leaderboard are within reach. I'm on, I'm second on a couple of the levels. Oh yeah, yeah, which is kind of cool. And there's Actually, a lot of people playing on some of mine because only two people I know have it on Steam. Yeah, no, there's quite a lot of people playing it, so you know it's not as bad as you. But <laughs> it is nice to see that. But it did make me also wonder: is that you know did those people originally have a 360? Is this the first time they played it? Yeah, right. Do you know what I mean? Because like you know, I've got a little bit a little bit of experience in this type of game. You know what I mean? So yeah, but it's very good. So I like that. Uh, and then the other thing I played was Entwined, and I rather like this a lot. I yes. rather like this a lot. It's kind of like it's a bit like duet. It's a bit yin and yang, yeah. right? Okay, so you've got two things, uh, but it's also um, it's also a little bit like Tempest. Uh-huh. So it's got a bit of a Tempest vibe yes. going on. So basically, you're uh, you're like this like bird thing and then this other thing it's a bit abstract and it's all neon and it looks bird cool thing and then this other thing okay but it's it's very relaxing so you're obviously in a stuck in a circle so you can move in and out of the circle but you can also move around the outer edges of it yeah okay but yeah you control already <laughs> you control obviously the bird thing with your right thumbstick and then the other thing with your left thumbstick and you've just got to kind of go through gateways so as you're, it's like perpetually traveling forward and then coming towards you are like gateways and you've just got to go through them. Yeah. So, but at the same time, so you've got to maybe want to be at the top on one side and at the bottom on the other. So you've got to move your things around so they're in line with everything. Yeah. And that's kind of about it. It's very simplistic. It does. But, simplistic. But it's got a cool soundtrack <laughs> and it's very relaxing. There doesn't seem to be any penalty for missing the gates, apart from the fact it just takes you longer to complete the level. Uh-huh. 
So there's no lives or anything, or doesn't appear to be at the moment. I've not come across an end state. Yeah. It just kind of just keeps on going until you eventually do it. Um, but then when you've got... So you basically have to power them up. So every time you go through the gate successfully, you get a little bit more power, and there's like a, two bars across the top. When they're full... You then have to press like the left bumper, uh-huh. and then that kind of joins them together, and then you keep on getting power until the the they, they, they like then become one. Yes. So they combine together. Then so oh, it's a become so, yeah. one. Uh, and then when they become one, it puts you into this like open world level. Nice. So you can then fly around in this like quite. A, a same words to you, but I don't <laughs> think any of us are into this. It's your fault because of Agario. I know. Uh, and then you sort of once you I know yeah and once you get into that open world you have to like then swoop around and they're very nice and they're pretty looking and you have to like collect a few more block things and power up again and then it takes you into the next level and that's kind of it really power ups <laughs> into the next level and that's it and it just looks nice and it's just a, a little distraction yeah you know there's no real challenge to it it's not a very challenging game it's just a sort of relaxing you know waste a few minutes playing this you know when you've nothing else to do i always have something else to do i know you always have something else to do. uh but you know it's you know it's free so you can't complain too much but i can i like it i like the art style i like the music and it's nice and relaxing and sometimes you need a game where it's not free no charge yeah and it's not a mega challenge and it's just something to relax and chill out it's a chill out game yeah chill out games um and that's kind of it, really. And that's everything I've played this week. Uh, and next week, I'll be playing more Witcher. So there you go. <laughs> yeah, and I'm going to be playing Skyrim. Yeah, there you go. We'll be playing Batman. Batman. <laughs> there you go. Next week's show, done. <laughs> um, I have to tune in next week. Yeah, no one needs to care, because, you know, we'll be playing the same yeah. old shit. Batman's awesome. Witcher's awesome. Skyrim's awesome. It's all done. Yeah, right. Everything's awesome. Everything is awesome. Right, we've got time for just a few news stories, and then we'll do some emails. <laughs> Putting news first. Okay, off you uh, go, Chitty. All right. What is uh, the news this week? Let's keep it relevant. Let's keep it. Let's keep it, Batman. Let's 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 go Batman. with this, Batman. Uh, right. So this is obviously going to be about the PC stuff. Uh, Warner Brothers Interactive has taken full responsibility, <laughs> good on them, uh, for the PC version of Batman Arkham Knight failing to meet the company's own, quote, quality So let me get standards. this, let me get this, let me get this straight. So, as the publishers of a game, they've taken full responsibility for it being shit. Yeah. Well, there's a... Oh, they're doing that, them. sometimes developers only do that, they, or publishers only do that. That's true, well, yeah, sometimes... They don't actually do that, stupid. Yeah, no, but they've got the noise? they've got the final say on all this shit, haven't they? You know what I'm saying? Yes. Um, on its support forum for the game, Warner Bros. issued a full apology, saying it's heard the quote outcry of disappointment from the PC gaming community regarding the game's launch on PC. Quote: Give me an accent, shoot. Uh, Russian. Russian. We would like to apologize to you, the fans. It wrote explaining the problems with the PC version are what led suspension of sales. Steam sales for Batman Arkham Knight were suspended on June the 24th, with Warner Brothers issuing full refunds to the gamers who were dissatisfied, dissatisfied with the performance of the game. Warner said its top priority is addressing the issues with the PC version and believes it has I did divide a number of fixes for larger issues that were affecting PC players, 
like it fucking did not work. On top of his commitments <laughs> to right the wrongs of the PC launch version, Warner Bros. have said it's working to modify its internal review process for all that's our games. Meaning ever that the... Maybe Not we should try at least one person on the PC Q&A. Maybe, you know, maybe. Uh, That's just no bollocks, isn't it? They, they were well aware of, of what this game was like they before they believed uh, no it. PR is the news story they're pretending it is. Yeah, well, all the bollocks. No date has been given for the repaired PC version, but one of us hopes that after some testing, which they didn't do before, uh, a new and newly applied fixes, like making the game work, will have a better idea and status of progress. Now stop asking questions, you stupid PC bastard. Well, at least, at least, they've not been stupid enough to try and sell the, sell the DLC uh, for the PC version. They've gone, oh, well, we're holding this until it's fixed. Well, there's a good thing, because <laughs> let's yeah. have some broken DLC as well. That doesn't work on the PC. Um, it's still incredible. I'd still find this absolutely incredible that this was allowed to happen. Yeah. Amazing. It is. It is amazing. Freaking. So there you go. Game out, because it was delayed a year, so it was like, ah, we've got to get out this time. We can't delay it again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'd like to say good on you, Warner, but not really. No. Uh, right, talking, let's talk about... Better than, uh, but not as good as what they need to do. Exactly. Um, Telltale are a uh, developer. They are, a, a, they are definitely a Seriously? Right. And, uh, well, is, is it Telltale doing this? I don't know. But we'll really no, do. it is um, nothing to do with Telltale. All right, okay. Well, listen, it's oh, Team 17. Right. Team 17, this is. Oh, right, I see. I misled you. I misled you. Okay, right, here we go. Prison Break, uh, Sim, the escapist is getting a licensed spin-off based <gasps> on The Walking Dead. Uh, due later this year on PC and Xbox One, the awkwardly titled spin-off The Escapist The Walking Dead puts players in the role of TWD protagonist Rick Grimes as he collaborates with the cast of the original Rick comic Frank to fend up zombies. Rick Grimes. <laughs> Sorry, is he not related to Frank Grimes from The Simpsons? Frank, Frank Grimes is the most unluckiest person in the world. Right? <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? Uh, Rick Grimes is pretty unlucky as well, to be fair. Yeah. Rick Grimes, as he um, collaborates with the original cast of the comic to fend off zombie invaders, Rick will have to plan escape routes with his fellow survivors as they find themselves in various sticky situations ripped straight from the graphic novels. Apparently, you see, this uh, is this, quite this, cool because in in the every Walking Dead, they read the news. I get fucking interrupted. <laughs> <from the movie. laughs> well, I'm just giving a bit of extra interruptions. No, that's not how this works. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, in the in the Walking Dead, they did spend a lot of time in the prison, so this is kind of cool. It, it's relevant. I like yeah, it. it fits perfectly. It makes uh, it fits pop. perfectly. Apparently, <sighs> I'm not going to do it. Go on, go, carry on. You just did it again. You did it when you. <laughs> I was said only you telling you, I wasn't going to do it. Don't worry, he's only interrupting Fuck to tell me. you that he's done interrupting. Yeah, I'm done interrupting. <laughs> Apparently. This was the Escapist Publishers Team 17's idea. Uh, Quote, Team 17 presented a creative plan to blend The Walking Dead into The Escapist, and our response was simple. When do we get started, said Daniel Murray, president of The Walking Dead company, Skybound Entertainment. So I won't read on, but that's pretty much the gist of it. That's cool. That's cool. I mean, I bought this, and I have never played it. I've 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 got it, thanks to my um, long-lost brother, Chris Carter from Void. I have this now, but I still haven't played it. Yeah, I I feel like I'd probably enjoy it, but I've just never got around to playing it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why. Uh. No. 
Witcher 3, baby, that's why. <laughs> I, I that's it. why. That's why. That's why. Mm-hmm. Right, what else? What else is happening? Um, well, I'm going to bring up my own story. <gasps> da, 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 da. Oh, 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 oh. I have to do it like that. It's quite interesting, this one. This is, um, yeah, uh, Nintendo PlayStation. Uh, oh, man yes. discovers ultra-rare console in his attic, uh, and it could make him rich. This is via... Uh, a very reliable source called The Mirror. And, uh, okay. <laughs> and The Mirror. Uh, uh, the Mirror is the first news article I've found, but it's true. Anyway, uh, a man has discovered an ultra-rare console that was the result of a brief collaboration between technology rival Sony and Nintendo in the early 90s. The never-released Super Nintendo PlayStation, known as the Nintendo PlayStation, was designed to play both Nintendo cartridges and games on compact disc. Only two proto- 200 sorry, prototypes were ever Made after the partnership broke down, uh, Sony went on to develop its own console, known as the PlayStation One, to compete with the Nintendo 64, which was the rival company that brought out the Super Nintendo. Um, yes, and then Nintendo went to uh, Philips, and they made some crappy CD Philips add-on. The 200 prototypes were all supposed to have been destroyed, but Philadelphia-based Terry Diebold kept on to one and stored it into his attic. Terry acquired the machine while working as a maintenance man at a company called Avantakarapashan. Oh, yeah. Alongside the former company, uh, president of Sony Interactive, Olav Olofsson. Uh, as explained in his gripping Polygon story, uh, Olav Olofsson was responsible for building ties between Sony and Nintendo um, and the development of the mythical hybrid console. Uh, Nintendo PlayStation, uh, when Adventania went bust, Terry took the console with him and stored it in his attic, only to be discovered by his son, Dan, uh, who recognised how fucking unusual it was a few years ago. Dan had well, because it had a Nintendo turn. controller with Sony in the middle of it. Dude. Yeah, it's, uh, I'll, put it, I'll put it on, I'll yeah. put it on the screen. Yeah, cool. If you Google, cool. if you Google uh, Nintendo PlayStation, it will come up as the first skill. But it, it is a Super Nintendo controller, the actual Super Nintendo controller with the PlayStation logo in the middle. It's bizarre. It is cool. Absolutely bizarre. It is bizarre. Um, and, okay, so, uh, yes, uh, you can't power it unfortunately, because the console Uh-oh. lacks a power cord, uh, but he plans to do so for days. Alongside the, machi- uh, the machine is a mysterious cartridge and CD. Fucking hell, what is on those cartridges and CDs? Oh. That, is very, uh, that is very cool. Um, it's the ring. Uh, I was just going to say this. Yeah, for not interrupting Timmy. I know. It's video drone. Of, yeah. Video game. Fucking shut up! The piece of video game history. <laughs> People are expecting the crazy. Yeah, film references. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead, Shani. <laughs> I don't get paid enough. I don't get paid enough. Um, the piece of video game history is likely to be worth a small fortune, and Dan thinks his dad might try and sell it. Uh, he sells Polygon because he's quote pretty fucking broke. Um, given that the ultra rare video game he sold on eBay for uh, $35,000, it's possible that the Nintendo PlayStation could go for much, much more. I don't think he should have said that he was broke, uh, because that might have fucked it up big time. Um, but just think of how different the world would be if this marriage came together. Yeah, really. Yeah, it is, it is kind of funny to think about, isn't it? Yes, it is. 
Yeah, I mean, because up till this point, um, Sony hadn't really been a player, had it, really, in the space. It was like always Sega and Nintendo. I think I, th- I think they didn't really want to be a player. You know, I think they're, I th- you know, I think this is sort of them just, like, just getting into it. And they probably made the PlayStation 1 era spite. You know what I mean? They just probably just went, fuck yeah. it. Well, you know, I mean, you know how they made the most of the, like, profit this year at Sony, don't you? Yeah, it's only made the profit. Out of what, sorry? Sex toys. No. No, No, it wasn't sex toys. That's when Oculus Rift comes about. It is. Have you any idea how Sony made the most of their profit this year? Oh, tell us. Camera lenses. No, camera lenses. Really? Because they supply all of the camera lenses to Apple for their iPhones and iDevices. Huh. Isn't that interesting? So that's how they made a, a massive chunk of their profit this year. Along with the PS4, obviously, that's been very successful for them, too. So, yeah, uh, yeah they've done pretty well. But, yeah, they, they, they supply every lens for every Apple device. Have- so, there you go. Make lots of cash from that, because there's millions and millions and millions of those around. Yes. So, there you go. But, yeah, it is it is kind of funny, because you, you do wonder what would have happened had this happened. Yeah. You know, yeah had they joined leagues with Nintendo. So, I guess we'll never know. Because it never never happens. But yeah, I would agree. This is probably worth a lot of pennies. I would have said he was broke, though. I think that might have been a fuck up. I would have have said that. I'm sorry, mate. I know you're broke. You know what? I might not sell it. That's what I would have said. Yeah, really. I don't don't think it matters. I don't think it matters because. 10 million, 1500 billion, jillion. As soon as he lists this on eBay, people will bid for it regardless of whether he's broke or loaded or whatever. I don't think it make any That's difference. True. No, no, I, I mean, it's going to go for... What What do you predict it's going to go for? Oh, um, it depends how silly least. How much do you think, Duke? $5 at least. $5 at least. I think a minimum $5. I think you should put a reserve price on it of $5. I'm going to say this now. I'm going to say over 100 grand. Yeah, I would possibly agree. Because to a collector, and it'll probably be a couple, two, three people who are bidding on this, you know, who really want it. You know, the mega collectors who collect every yeah. console. Can, every yeah, look, look the article says you can get games for like 30, 40 grand if they're rare enough. Yeah. There yeah. ain't going to yeah. be many of these lying about. No, no, it, it is true. It's a little bit like my, my father-in-law has got, has got a plastic elephant uh, that he found in his attic. Uh, by a very famous Scottish artist called called Eduardo Palauzi, who was a, mm. a cubist artist yeah. from the seventies, and he basically made a plastic elephant to put brooches in for a, a plastic molding factory. Sounds all very weird. Yeah. But but Kay's dad, I know it's a very boring story, but Kay's dad was a rubber molding uh, salesman. Yes. Yeah. So rubber more. Visited this this particular factory one day, and the guy who was the like the foreman or whatever said to him, "Hey, do you want one of these? We've got these things. This this famous artist has made them or something." And he gave him one of it, and it's just a cubist elephant with a lid on it. And he went, "Hey, I have one of these." You know, he said, "Apparently they're going to be worth money in a few years. He's quite famous." Took it home, forgot all about it. Was watching the Antiques Roadshow, and now it's worth seventy billion dollars. It's not seventy billion, but it's it's worth a fair amount. I mean, some guy brought one on, and he went. Uh, it went, and, it, and he's like, I'm sure I've got one of those. And uh, anyway, it turned out to be worth about seven grand at auction. You know, it would sell for about seven thousand. Oh God! So it was like, so so Kay's mum sat there going, there some stupid fucking what people in the world. Nice. I know. Hundred dollars. 
seven grand for a chunk of moldy plastic. Uh, but they signed and numbered as well, you see. So they're all signed and numbered. But anyway, Kay's mum said, didn't you have one of those? And he's like, yeah, yeah, no, I definitely got one of them. But I think I took it to the tip the last time we moved out. Oh, <laughs> shit. So she was like, no. And he's like, oh. I'm sure I took it to the tip. I thought, what am I keeping this old like, piece of shit for? I'll get rid of it, right? Well, anyway, as it happened, he went up into his attic and he still got it. So he did find it. So it was much relief was had. Uh, because, he like, you know. To it? Is he, is he not oh, yeah. It's not, but, the, you know, the funny thing is it's not worth as much now as it was no. then. He's not as fashionable anymore. Jip. So there you go. You never know. He yeah, never. So, he did. So yeah, it's worth about. I think the last time he looked, it was worth about three, three to four. But it's still three to four grand, you know, for something hey. that he got for nothing. <laughs> Fuck, it's all relative, man. Yeah. yeah, three to four grand more than he had before. Uh, <laughs> Any more news? Anyway, it's not all. It's not news? all good news. Unfortunately, John Journey is coming to the PS4 on yeah. July twenty-fourth. Not very long, that is it. I can't wait. Do you know, weirdly, I can't wait to play this game again. I really can't. Um, and and it's, again, they've done the same thing. So if you if you previously bought it on the PS3, you get it for free on the PS4 and all that sort of stuff, which is cool. God. Why don't they do a remaster, though? Because then people who never played it could still play it, and it'll be like... Yeah. It is a remaster. No, but it's like they should make you buy it again. Re-remaster? Yeah. Why is it oh. high def? It is high def. Why isn't it super... Why isn't it 4K? Was it? But it's 60 frames a second, oh and it's going to be 1080, and it's going to look uh, gorgeous. I cannot wait to play it again. I love this. I've played through it like four or five times now, so I'm going to be doing anyway, that again. Uh, more bad news uh, about a game that um, Stu Logs. Uh, two Witcher Three expansions <gasps> combined will be the same size as Witcher Two. That's just amazing, isn't it? <laughs> What the fuck is that? So they got to do. They're doing. Yeah, two I know ex- what it is. I understand. <laughs> is that? Let me explain, Chinny, with the concept of DLC. What was your saying, problem with it? Then? What the fuck? Like I'm an adult. I don't have this much time, man. I know, but you know what? And, and it's twenty quid. They're charging you twenty so quid for, for all this content you don't need because you are. I, can't play I know, game. but no. Do you know what's kind of cool about this? They gave it to another part of the company, yeah. And the two expansions that are coming are in completely new locations as well. Oh. So it's not even like you're playing stuff from the original game. They've got new locations, new cutscenes, new characters. Everything. It's like it's like a whole brand new game. <laughs> it's just like a whole a no another whole Witcher game to play. And I just think it's incredible that, you know, these these guys know how to treat your, the customers well. You know what I mean? When, when back in the day, back in like sort of the 2000s era, an expansion used to be just that. Back in the days when I was young, I'm not a that's what expansions were, though, weren't they? They were like... Yeah. Well, I was just going to say, the last time I remember anything like this was the Shivering Isles on Oblivion. Yeah. Because that was about... The Ballad of Gay Town in The Lost and Damned. Yeah, yeah. That was similar, yeah. 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 That's how expansions should be. That's the DLC that I want, you know? You see, but this makes me go, yeah, I'm not getting rid of this game. And and people will hang on to The Witcher 3 just for this reason. And, you know, they've given all these free DLCs over the last, like, since it launched, a new one every week. 
And, you know, not all of them are cool, but they all add a little bit of something else and it's all free and it's just like, that's how you treat your customers, that's how you get loyalty. F-R-E-E, free, no charge. You know, not all this, like, fleecing you for skins and doing what freaking Destiny are doing and Bungie and all that shit. That's how you piss people off. You know, CG Proje- uh, CD Projekt know how to treat people well, and that's how that's why they're getting so much praise. And, you know, similar to you with, with Arkham <laughs> Similar to you with Arkham Knight, I, I can't at the moment see another game that's going to sort of eclipse this as my game of the year. Do you know what I mean? At the moment, I'm struggling to see anything that's going to be better than this. Yes. Because it's just so good. So there you go. Well done to them. Well Did you done. say it's like crazy go nuts? Yeah, crazy go oh, nuts. Oh man, you guys, this party's gonna be crazy go nuts. There you go. <laughs> oh, strong bad. <laughs> so there you go. Um, right. And I think uh, anybody who's okay. No, one no, no, more. We've almost two years since the PS4 lifecycle. Sony has updated the console with substantial resolution. It's not cheap to produce, but it's also quieter and considerably more power effective. The new, there's a new thing in the fucking PlayStation that makes it a little bit better or something. That's the gist of it. <laughs> that oh, is you don't the understand, man. It's totally changed the way we experience games. Uh, and we should just give, just before we move on, we should give a, a little bit of a mention to the BBC Micro Bit. What? Uh, the BBC Micro Bit is being given to every single new student at high school this year, and it's basically like a Raspberry Pi for programming. Oh, yeah. Huh? Uh, so they're supplying every single new student with one of these, and they'll be able to do basic programming and stuff and coding on a, on a little mini computer. Yeah. Which is very, very cool, and I'm, I'm very pleased that they're doing this again. And it's nice to see a revival of the BBC Micro, which is, you know, if you look at it in reality, a lot of the game coders and developers that are out there in in the uk now probably you know cut the teeth on the bbc micro back That's in the day if they're around our age that kids yeah so it's cool to encourage kids to to code because in our, i don't know what it's like in america with um sort of computer science and stuff like that and how they teach it in high schools over there they don't yeah you see well in this country they kind of do but it's up to now it's been more about spreadsheets and yep. how to use word yep. how to surf the internet how to you know make stuff like that and not been about how all that is made you know what underlies all that those processes that are going on right uh, and what they're trying to do with the curriculum over here is reintroduce coding yeah you know and reintroduce how you actually program a computer to do stuff yes uh so it's cool anyway so that's that's a final little thing that i thought was uh, worth mentioning so well done to uh yeah to them for doing it big investment um, yeah, well done, then. Uh, and that's kind of it. So let's do... We've got one email, and then we'll do some shout-outs and get the hell out of it. Oh, so here's the first one from our very regular emailer, Derek Sainz. And he says this, uh, Cutting up rough. He says, hello again, veteran gamers. Hello. Hello. Uh, Hello. The recent problems... Yeah, there you go. The recent problems with Mortal Kombat X and Batman on the PC got me thinking about games that aren't broken uh, but don't necessarily play very well. Uh, What I'm talking about 
I'm talking about choppy frame rates, gameplay slowdown, texture popping, jagged edge character models, etc, etc. I recently put 61 and 70 hours respectively into Xbox 360 versions of Two Worlds 2 and Two Worlds 2 2. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, so yeah, uh, not necessarily the best RPGs. We can, we can attain to that. Both Duke and I have played these in the past. Uh, but he says, anyway, these RPGs were not well-reviewed on their original releases, but since I picked up both for a total of £10, I think I've got my money's worth gameplay-wise. I would agree. Uh, both games suffer from the problems I've listed above, but despite their flaws, I've really enjoyed playing them. I always think video games should start from a baseline of, do I enjoy playing the game? Yeah, it does. And everything else that makes it a good game should be considered a bonus, not a given. So... With that in mind, have the veteran gamers carried on playing any recent games despite their shortcomings or bad reviews simply because of the high enjoyment factor for themselves? Cheers, Derek. So like a game that's been reviewed badly, but we like it? Yeah, or a game that's got, you know, janky, but you've still enjoyed it even with the jankiness. Not really. I don't keep playing games that are janky in general. Okay, so no janky games that you like playing. What about Thingy, though? You, you've played, like, what about Section 8? That's a bit janky. Great game. What are you talking about? That's not janky. How dare you, you know, sir? You know what I mean? I'm, I'm just talking. You know, that, that's like, that yeah, would, that I don't would care. Sh- it did what I wanted it to do very well. You see, that would surely count, wouldn't it? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, Chini, what about you? I think the Amazing Spider-Man 2 counts, doesn't it? Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> that would definitely that count. Rough as fuck. But I, I, know, I guess, didn't like uh, that one. I would have guessed Sherlock Holmes for you as well. Yeah, but the, the, I suppose the Amazing Spider-Man one I actually liked. Uh, right. Okay. So maybe that one. But all right, fuck Agario. I'm not uh, playing this anymore. I hate this game. My hand hurts. He's playing Agario. See. <laughs> ah, yeah, there you go. Um, Jake Dollarhurst says that Skyrim's janky. Well, it, it does have a lot of janky things what going on. What are you talking there. about? How dare you? You people suck. I hate all of you. Um, I guess for me, I mean, and it's not a recent game, but a very old game. Uh, Deadly Premonition, as you know, is very janky. Yes, it is. and stu- That's a very janky game, but do you know what? I love that game for all its jankiness. Yeah. Uh, so whatever you say, that game definitely fits that build to a T. Uh and as you've got a 360, you can play the goodness that is Deadly Premonition. I, I advise you. I didn't tell you all this cute story about today we had some friends of ours come over and their kids were with them. And the little girl, I've talked to her several times in the past, but we've never had many inter- interactions that went very far. So today she comes in the house and I went, oh, hi, Sonia. And she goes, she just looked at me and she goes, are you into video games? And I was like, yes, I am in a video game. She goes, do you have an Xbox 360? I guess her parents had told her that I have an Xbox 360. I was like, yes, I do. She's like, can I see it? So we went in the basement. And I was like, what can I show her? And there was some racing game I had once upon a time that was all ages. And then I realized, duh, Kingdom for Keflings. So I set her up with Kingdom for Keflings, and she was gone. She just sat down in the basement all day and played it. It was nice. Cool. She got. It is cool. Yep. It's cool when you see kids enjoying video yeah, games, isn't yeah, it? It was awesome. It is awesome. Yeah. Oh, I was I was so proud of Millie when she played Hexagon HD. Yes. And you know what like, I mean? Ooh. She doesn't. You know what? She hardly plays games at all now. She's well, you got to get her teenage. into ooh. I know. Maybe I need to get her into ooh. But yeah, now she's just a moody teenager who goes, "Where are me hair straighteners?" Yes. 
That's what she does now. She's all grown up that. now. I do that. <laughs> That's what you do. <laughs> yeah, you don't want her to grow up with chinny, do you? <sighs> she like, growls at you and stuff. Um, now, I said I had one. But Jason Gollaher, at the last minute, has sent in a late email. So let's, uh, Jason Gollaher. Uh, let's read that out. It says, a true was game, and I wish I was Batman. I would have used my cowl. Uh, he said, you know, I usually can agree with you on most games. Though he, though he has a horrible opinion on Batman and L.A. Noir. Also, I don't relate to his description of was because most of the games you guys call weird and shit are actually incredible games. Now, a true was game I came across as a demo on PS4 is called Deception uh, for the Nightmare Princess. What? And now that is truly a weird and shit game. I dare you to try and get through the quarter of that shit demo. I've never even seen what this on the called? PS4. What was it called? Uh, Deception for the Nightmare Princess. I'm going to look this up because I have no idea what that is. If Jason Gallagher then you know it's going to be weird. Uh, to the last emailer that questioned oh, you guys. Oh, God. Uh-oh. Put it on the street. Oh, let me have a, I need to have a look. I need oh, to have a look. Put it on the stream. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> Put it on the stream. Put it on. What? Uh-oh. Why? What? What is that problem? Why? Is it, uh, is it racy or something? Is it like a bit, you know, offensive? What's going on? It's not, it's not uh, like just stupid. I don't know. I can tell you. I know. Anyway, he says this. To the last email of that question, you guys, you guys blew him off as if he was odd. Of course I stand up. Who doesn't? You see, I, t- well, I talk about this. Right, I, I never said this. I forgot to mention this last oh, week. Oh, let's talk about you know, it now. I know. You know, after we have the, the sort of question off the email. When you wipe your butt. Yeah, yeah. Fashion. Loads of people sent us tweets and stuff on Facebook telling us what they did. Well. And he's like, I'm a stander. I'm a sitter. I'm a stander. I'm like, whoa, what is this? We need to be I'm able to provide a safe space for people to discuss important issues. I know. Although, to be fair. I did I did find myself having a discussion with my wife regarding this and she said, But if you stood up, wouldn't you spread it around and squish it between yeah, your bum cheeks? That's, my, that's what I think. I like, why would you stand up to wipe your bum? I just don't get that. I really don't get it. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, here is a question for you. Have you ever been a bit tipsy at a party? Yes, I have. That is true. And and uh, Duke, I don't know, Duke, do you do you get tipsy at parties, Duke? Well, what's the question? Have you ever been pissed at a party? Wanna, sorry, yeah, can I just bring up what the fuck I'm looking at right now? This, this game. Nightmare Prince. Deception for the prison. Uh, the, Have you put... The, oh, yeah, no, I can see it now. From what I get, it's a Japanese sort of turn-based XCOM type game, but it's all fantasy setting. There's people on toilets. There's a giant eye that's just um, <laughs> come down. Are you sure? Um, maybe it's you see, a, a defense game, but like I don't know what's going on. That's there's people on the being it flung everywhere. Like... There's tortured like machines and shit. It's weird. It looks a bit like if someone <laughs> took Japan. <laughs> it's like if someone took Catherine and Bayonetta and, and then tried to a defense game out of it. Yeah, and it just didn't work. With weird. That's what it looks like. People's heads. It does look like that. It's like it's like the weird stuff, but it's just the weird stuff without the good stuff. <laughs> Yep. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, let's carry on with his email. Anyway, he says, here's a question uh, for you. Have you ever been a bit tipsy? So, yeah, Duke, have you been drunk at a party? Yes. Yes, he has. I haven't. Chini obviously hasn't because he never drinks, so that's he's never been drunk, so in fact. have, Stu? I know, yeah. Uh, had too much beer. Stu, did you say you never have? 
No, Chinny never has. Yeah, I thought you said I haven't. Anyway, go on. No, I have. I've obviously oh, been drunk at a few parties. You anyway. At Eurogamer last year. Yeah. I get tipsy everywhere I go. Uh, anyway, he said, had too much beer and bean dip at said party. Did you realise a bit too late the host had run out of toilet paper? No, I can't. Do you know, I can't say Stop. as I've ever been. It. Like, people are yeah, I see what you're getting at here. Oh, wait, what the what? I can't say. As I've ever been to question, a, dude. Jeez. a party and taken a shit at someone else's house in a party. Have you ever done that? Well, sometimes you gotta go, you gotta go. Ooh, no, I can't imagine shitting in some random so, person's house. You have to go, what do you do? Very I'm just carry on camping. Stu, are you alright? Yeah! yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hadouken! Yeah. Hadouken! <laughs> so, anyway, uh, so, yeah, there you go. Who cares? Can't say as I have. Uh, and that's kind of it. He says, anyway, just curious, if that did happen, how did you rectify the problem? Rectify, I see. I see what you did. Rect- how did you rectify the problem? Uh, so, there you go. No, we, I've never taken a shit at someone else's house at a party. Uh, I've vomited, probably. That's mm. probably happened when I've had too much to drink. Well, that's an image for us to have in mind. Thank you. There you go, but I can't say I've ever taken a dump. Uh, I did work, this is a true story, I did work at a restaurant where a girl got very, very, very drunk. And I mean, when I say very drunk, she was so drunk, in fact, that she fell straight down and hit her chin on the edge of the bar, right? She hit chinny, was it? Yeah, on the edge of the bar, you know, but anyway, here's the thing. Yeah, yeah. I put the back. <laughs> You get it? You get the joke? You get the joke? She disappeared. She disappeared yeah, to the... Yeah, your name's Jin. Jin, I <laughs> get it. Disapp- uh, Go on. She disappeared to the toilet and then sort of exited the building very fast. And the, we had a bars manager at the time and he thought it was all a bit odd, but she left her purse behind. Ah. Like a bag and purse because she was very, very Turned drunk. Out, it was Camilla Parker Ball. No, it didn't. <laughs> But it actually turned out that there was a very valid reason as to why she sort of scuttled out of the building quite so fast. Because when they went to check the toilets later at closing time, it turned out that not only had she vomited all over the toilet, but had done a poo at the same time, which was also... Yeah, it's funny that nobody realised it at the time. Came out of both ends. Be right back. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> but the funny thing was, right, obviously nobody wanted to clean up that mess because obviously it was a lot of mess. Uh, and he ended up, the manager ended up paying one of the young, like, bar hands, you know, like, you know, brings all the kegs up and all that sort of stuff. And he paid him 50 quid cash in hand to go and do it. <laughs> and he was like, I'll do it for 50 quid. Ass with 50 quid. But the funny thing was, obviously, because she'd left a purse behind, they phoned her up to tell her that she'd left it. She's, and also I've left was, your purse down here amidst the vomit and poop. <laughs> exactly. And we want some compensation because we had to pay someone to clean up your <laughs> shit. For the record, that was not Jason Gullaher asking for a bizarre story about someone pooping and vomiting everywhere. That was <laughs> Stu's own choice to go in that direction with that story. I don't know. I was just, you know, telling you. Uh, anyway, uh, she didn't need the paper, apparently, I know. Right. <laughs> So, Next, are we done? Or is it time for shout out? I mean, we're done. Let's do some shout out. It's time for a shout out. Hey! Uh, right, go on. Off you go, Jiddy, Duke, anyone, I don't know. Whoever. 
Go on, Chinny. Go on, Chinny. Let's do a different order for a change. Uh, oh, I do have a shout. Who does the bell toll? Oh, yeah. I have a shout out for uh, David Tripney. Oh, yeah. Um, he is he, enjoying Ori and the Blind Forest after my recommendation. Yep. So... Um, I didn't make the game. I had no part in producing the game, but I will take full credit in how great it is. Thank you very much. Uh, I also shout out uh, Paul Fake, who sent me a song uh, on Twitter, and it was about destiny. Song over the internet. That's just weird. Uh, It was a song about destiny, and it was pretty good song. Um, Yeah. I think on destiny, by the way, I think I'm I'm done with destiny. I can't. I don't know. I just have no desire to go back. So, yeah. take that, I Pete. Yeah. Um, but maybe I will. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, um, and that's it. Yeah. So that's my two shoutouts done. Yes. There you Just go. Is that turn it? Then I will shout out Epic Scotsman for gifting me Ark on Steam. Thank you very much, Epic. I appreciate that, and I'm gonna get you back at some point. Uh, Epic and PC Sharky for rusting with me on Kingdom of Rust and on the CMW server. Uh, Skullduggar, I will thank you for the movie recommendation. Uh, we watched Interstellar finally, which is good. Uh, I like it. It's a bit confusing at the end, but it's a good film. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's good. It's a. It's ultimately a big circular paradox, but whatever. And, You've got to say though, the big wave is cool. Oh, there's a lot of cool stuff in the visuals there, no doubt. It looks beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sean Anderson recommended that I check out a game from the guy who developed uh, Night Sky, and then I realized, wait a minute, this is Knit Underground. I've already played this. Bah! I, I've already. I don't need to check this out. I've already checked it out. Um, and then Black Eyed Boy had some iOS recommendations after I said I liked Hook. And so thanks to him, and thanks to everybody who's listening, and thanks to the Duchess for putting up with my bellowing every week on Sunday. And she cooked an awesome brunch this morning with a Dutch baby. I love Dutch baby. We had it. It was delicious. You ate a Dutch baby. We did eat a Dutch baby. Ugh. Yes, it was delicious. It's not very nice. How do you and, eat, what do you do when you babies? And there were these muffins that, would Katie and them bring them? Yeah, that was good. And I'll shout out Sonya for playing video games with me today. That was awesome. Ah, uh, cool. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. Um, I'm going to shout out a dance. That, play, play Deception, Chinny, because it's like Halo Wars. No. 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 Nothing would oh. ever be as good as Halo Wars. Nothing ever. Anyway, I'm going to shout out a dance. Adamski UK from our uh, from our friends and colleagues over at the Midlife Gamer show and all that sort of stuff. Yes. Uh, I think he's the community manager, if I'm not wrong. Community. Uh, anyway, he said just caught up on last week's show. Interesting chatter about your love of tearing up the dance floor. Are uh, you going to be anywhere near Eurogamer this year? Be good to see you bust a move. Well, I, let's be honest here. We gate crash the midlife gamer party every year, and I can't see why this year will be any different. Oh. Uh, so yes, we will be definitely at Eurogamer this year, and I'm sure we'll be around. I'm sure we'll be around. So yeah, we'll be busting a move uh, down at your party. So that's very cool. And he, he put that on the on the post for the show tonight. So that's very kind of him on Facebook. Uh, and he also, Jason, uh, sent me a picture. Of or sent us a picture, should I say, of a Space Invaders tournament in 1980. Yeah, I saw that. Held by cool. Atari. 
And it's very cool. It's just like this big, massive line of CRT televisions and, you know, all the competitors sat there in front of Atari consoles. And it's just such a cool little picture. So, uh, yeah, thank you for that. So, yeah, that was very cool. So that was my other shout out to... <laughs> to Jason so thank you for that I love stuff like that it's very cool to see Classic. Um, and that and that's kind of it I guess guys so it's time to get the hell out of thank you for listening everybody Who does the bell toll for? Oh, Cade, hate you. Yes. Uh, I, I guess it's like your. That's what she would say to me. I, I guess it's like your wood blurb. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm only allowed to say it once a day now. Yeah. Uh, but every now and then I do it. I'm just hitting random sound effects now. Who does the bell toll for? Yes. Uh, it tolls for thee. So, Wrong Bad does the crazy go nuts. Oh, man, you guys, this party's gonna be crazy go nuts. And later on, someone makes a robot out of a grape nuts box. Things were just about to start getting crazy go nuts. Brilliant. Oh, God. Well, I guess that's about it, guys, for another week. Guys. Yeah, well, another, I need to play Batman for an hour. Batman. I know, that's all you're going to do. It's like, Batman, 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 Batman. What time do you have to get up for work tomorrow, Ginny? Uh, I get up about half seven. Half seven, you see? It's kind of like an hour, well, that's a half twelve. Then you've got to, like, like switch off a bit to get to sleep. Or oh, that could be, like, mm. half one. And oh, Then you've only had six oh. hours keep. Oh, my God. <laughs> Is a good How concerned Stu is about you? I am. Yeah. I'm concerned about his health. You know, I don't, I, you know, he's got to be. You know, when it, when he's at the cutting edge of his, you know, like CEO position at his company and and all that stuff. You know, he's got to be. He's got to be right. He's got to be sharp. He's got to be sharp. Can't have dulled senses. Now, when you're flying a drone, you might chop someone's head off or something. I think it's very unlikely that a drone would chop someone's head off. Oh, hey, you're joking. That thing, he's guys dangerous, hey. isn't he, Genie? Come on. Hey. True. It's true, that, isn't hey. it? You could take hey. someone's head off, couldn't you, with that? Hey. Yeah. It's big. Yeah. It's big. I've seen it. He's got a big one. I already have. Right, that's it, I reckon. Yep. Who does yeah, so the bell call? Thanks, guys, very much. Have a good evening. <laughs>